<laughs> you want to do no countdown or nothing? Nah, no countdown. Just uh, look at you. <laughs> well, hi. <laughs> Hello. How, are how, how the hell are you? Shit. Y'all. <laughs> you to put your cup back I had to put my cup back down. <laughs> Y'all, so in case you didn't watch my Instagram story, um, we didn't record for two weeks because a bitch had COVID. Mm. COVID. And uh, COVID tried to beat my motherfucking ass. Did it win? Hell no, it didn't win. <laughs> Definitely didn't win. But I will say this. Um, anybody who thinks that COVID is a hoax, mm-hmm. you niggas is going to hell. How, how do you feel like it's a, I don't even understand how them niggas exist anymore. Fam, they're still them. They don't, they don't think it's real? Yeah, they don't think it's real. And I feel like they kind of align with the anti-vaxxers. And, like, the thing is, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no issue. Go get vaccinated. Mm-hmm. Do whatever you want to do. Mm-hmm. But I just wasn't in a rush to go get the vaccine. Mm-hmm. But after a bitch had COVID, mm-hmm. vax me up. <laughs> Hell yeah. I don't give a fuck what y'all put. You put a chip in me. Oh, whoa, I don't whoa, give a whoa. damn. Oh, whoa. <laughs> I don't give a damn. Mm-hmm. If, as long as it's gonna stop me from feeling how I felt. And see, that's t- it's talking like that. that <laughs> let me really know you was really going through it. Yeah. The fact that you said something with a chip. Facts, fam. That shit. Mm-hmm. Whew. And all you people who were like, um, oh, it's just a really strong flu, mm-hmm. nigga. You, you go to hell. <laughs> you can go to hell. Cause that wasn't no fucking strong flu. Mm-hmm. That shit was. I'm, I'm not. I'm not meaning to laugh, but the way you do. No, it's okay. Trust. That shit was. That shit is not to be fucked with. Like I can very easily see how it can turn into somebody going to the hospital and not coming back. Mm. Yes, okay. and I was sick for fourteen the days. Whole time. Yes. Mm-hmm. It, no, it was probably like maybe, maybe day eleven mm-hmm. that I started feeling like okay, I'm feeling human again. Mm-hmm. In day twelve, but like shit, bitch, still dealing with some residue. I feel like, do you feel? Do you still feel anything now? Yes, like I was feeling the fatigue, like real strong afterwards. Mm-hmm. But like that started to kind of like you know die down a little bit. Mm-hmm. But a bitch still be getting out of breath, <laughs> and that's not as bad as it used to be. But I literally but still, like the stuff you can't used to doing, you just wins you for real. Mm-hmm. Like I went to Ross with my sisters, and I was like, y'all, I gotta go to the car. Sit down. Yes, you know I never leave fucking Ross. Yeah. I was like, y'all, I gotta go. Sit, I gotta go sit the fuck down. Damn, breathing like I'm on six hundred pound line. <laughs> That's what I was thinking when you first said. It. I was like, damn. Yeah, fam. Fam, I can't listen. Y'all don't want that smoke, y'all. I, it definitely don't. Y'all do not. And like, what's so scary to me is mm-hmm. like I have no clue how I got it. Mm-hmm. Cause like I'm pretty sure I got it in Atlanta, mm-hmm. which Atlanta you can go to hell. <laughs> Open, open. Uh, Atlanta is too fucking open. Mm-hmm. And I remember being in the car with like an Uber driver and he didn't have no mask on. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, you can take your mask off if you want to. And I was like, no, nah, I'm going to go ahead and leave mm-hmm. it on. He's like, well, I'm vaccinated. I was like, yeah, no, nah, it's not you. I just don't know who all you had in here. Mm-hmm. But I swear, people think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. But I specifically remember we were in Atlanta at this one spot and mm-hmm. I had touched something and I touched my lashes. Mm-hmm. I had a mask on. Mm-hmm. And we were in the, no, and we were actually in the aquarium. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, fuck, Tana, what if COVID is on your hands? Mm-hmm. I think I got the shit through my eyes. That's just my, that's my <laughs> hypothesis, okay? But you know what? There was also something else you figured you got <laughs> through the air. What? that stripper? No, I definitely <laughs> caught the flu from a stripper. I definitely caught the flu from a stripper. <laughs> that man, people can think I'm crazy. 
don't I start backtracking and looking at my goddamn steps. I don't think you're crazy. It's just your uh your tracking capabilities. I just I can't how you you it's like this is the moment I got it. Like a BET movie or something like that. Like you just go back and remember. I mean straight up. It possibly could have been, especially if you you know, man, you're you're always one that was red, like very masked up everywhere. So I mean it's possible. I really do. I really do think so. And like the thing about COVID is that they don't really know. No. Yeah. How you can get it, how you can transmit it. Anything. They don't know. Like I've done shit that I think I might've caught it through my damn eye. Mm-hmm. Well, I touched something and then touched my eye. Mm-hmm. Not like COVID just hit my yeah. eyeball. But, but you're also very like particular about touching your stuff. Yes. Like, and that's the fact that you even know you touched your eyeball. Thank you. Bitch, I'll be in my face all day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be playing on my face, all my ear, everything all day. So I wouldn't have known. Yeah. See, and that's why I'm saying like, I specifically remember like touching my last, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> Bitch, you ain't use no damn hand sanitizer. Damn. Nothing. So I'm finna go get me a motherfucking shot, okay? Yeah, and I mean, for the ones that don't, you know what I'm saying? Just this I don't care what you do. Right. But don't try to dissuade anybody else from doing what they that doing. Bingo. Like, don't try to make other people feel bad about doing it. it yeah. You know, because I'm not going to lie. Like, when I was at the peak of COVID, a mm-hmm. bitch did go to the grocery store. Because mm-hmm. I had ran out of stuff. And I was just like... And I, I remember being in the store, and mm-hmm. I saw this old, this elderly white lady, mm-hmm. no mask, nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm in that bitch double mask. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, woman. Like, you don't even know. Mm-hmm. Somebody with COVID mm-hmm. is right here. Mm-hmm. I could touch something and you touch it. Facts. And you finna go home and and probably die. (laughs) You never know. Yes, that's why I was like, you know what? Because clearly I was around somebody who had it. Mm -hmm. And didn't know. And didn't know. Or they could have had it and did. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. like, And maybe they just weren't as careful as me. Mm -hmm. But shit, nigga, shit. (laughs) Whoo! (laughs) Never again. A bitch felt like she was on her goddamn deathbed. You look miserable, fam. I was beyond fucking miserable. I need to stop eating these cookies. I mean, they so good. I just keep eating them. Like <laughs> they look they, good. Like they're not edibles. <laughs> oh, shit. You got a whole evening. Hey, fuck it. We ball. <laughs> but it feels good to be back. Hell, mm-hmm. I'm actually low-key excited to record, too. Yeah, I'm actually low-key really excited to record. Me and too, it's been a minute. And then there was topics, too. I was like... Damn, we missing about. we like we can't even talk about Tank losing his hearing. I well, should I didn't know he lost his hearing. So yeah, Tank said he losing his hearing. I was just oh, like, damn, damn. Yeah, no. I was like, oh, that's sad. I know that. That's really sad. So okay, yeah. All right, well, you got your song. Do you do you, do you? I do. I remember how to pod. Uh, let me not ask you because you know because clearly I don't. <laughs> yeah, like, I got my song. Okay. Okay, let me see. Um, damn. Oh shit! Okay, hold on. Uh, I'm trying. The whole song is like really easy. Mm-hmm. Um, sing your pretty ass as you came in the door. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. Married to the money, introduced her to my stove. Mm-mm. Showed her how to whip it. Now she remix it for low. <laughs> she my blank. Let her hit the bando. I won't say trap queen. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I did, you've done it before, but I was like, damn, I did. Yeah, but I, I mean, I don't think I got it then. Yeah, and definitely it, trap queen. It's not, it was a bunch of trap. Uh, uh, yeah, baby. I just put a uh, trap uh, references, so <laughs> took a stab at it. But uh, here goes. Okay. <sighs> as soon as I, I think I, I think soon as 
No. wrong. <laughs> Soon as I seen her, shit told her I pay for that. Pay for it. La mama the baddest thing around here and she already know it. I pointed at the dung and told her it was supposed to be yours. That's plies. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoddy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I pointed at the dog and told her it was supposed to be yours. I didn't know he said that. <laughs> Something I, I, I said, already I said, blow it. I thought he said door. Oh, for real? You know, that's that Florida shit. Now I pointed at the dog. <laughs> I pointed at the dog and told her it was yours. I didn't know. That's that Florida shit. I just know someone's supposed to be your b- bike. <laughs> you know what? I'm really starting to have a thing for like our accents. Really? Yeah. Like appreciation or what? Yeah, like an appreciation. It's mm-hmm. just like, damn, you can really tell where a nigga from. Because niggas got some ugly accents. Bruh. I ain't want to say Baltimore. Bruh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's one, that's one of the show. I can't even think of the Baltimore. Y'all, y'all talk. Mm. I'm trying to think of what they say. I can't even think. I can't even think, but it, it should sound so ugly. Girl, all I think about is. How people like on the East Coast, DC area merge, <laughs> merge, merge. Like, mm-hmm. but then I was listening to um, what's that nigga name? Moneybag Yo on Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh yeah, this nigga from Memphis for <laughs> sure. But that's like a Memphis accent. Is that like it can't be a whole Tennessee accent? It's, it's Memphis. Yeah, I'm like yeah. that nigga from Memphis. Mine. Yeah, it's, it's Memphis. It's 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 a Memphis has a really strong. Excellent. And too. so does Atlanta. Atlanta does. Atlanta Damn, does. Auntie, yeah, fuck up. Like, like, <laughs> yeah, he's from Atlanta. Very unrecognizable. <laughs> almost unrecognizable if you don't like know some words. You know right. What I'm uh, of course, New Orleans. Yeah. But I actually love New Orleans accents. I do too. I like the way they talk in uh, Miami. The Miami niggas, I like the way they talk. Mm, I can't understand. Because <laughs> it's like a lot of it, it almost sounds like it's like, I don't say patois. But it really ain't too far off. Yeah, or ha- Haitian. Is that the word? Yeah, because Miami full of Haitians and Jamaicans. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a, I, don't, I realize I don't understand. I don't want to say strong accents. But there's something that has like very, it's very thick mm-hmm. on there. Yep. But I, like, I, I think the thing with Texas though, it's like it's slow. Yeah, you can definitely hear a Texas accent for sure. They just talk slower. Yeah, and it's like, it's crazy that you can hear a Texas accent like living here. I mean, like you can still point it out. Mm-hmm. You could just be like, "Oh yeah, that nigga. He born and raised in Dallas. Oh yeah, yeah. he born and raised in Houston." But there are other things you can tell. Houston, Dal- a Dallas nigga. <laughs> <sighs> you know, Dallas niggas. Y'all are like, very noticeable. I was on Hinge, mm-hmm. and um, this nigga asked me where I was from. You know the whole spiel, and I was like, "You from Dallas, ain't you?" He's like, "How you know, oh, nigga? Let me tell you how." And I said, "You went. You probably went to Lincoln or Sock, didn't you?" Nah, I did for a couple years. How you know? I can just tell. We the, can tell the booty. Um, and mm. the, the club cert picks, you know, it Facts. just kind of just You're, you're looking very Mr. Hit That Ho. I'm from Dallas. Yeah, I eat Rudy's. It's just a look. It ain't nothing wrong with it. It's just a look, though. Yeah, like, you, you know, I'm just starting to have, like, an appreciation. Mm-hmm. I mean, I still do on my bucket list. I want a thug British nigga. Girl. <laughs> I don't know why. Girl. But I want to hear that accent in, in 3D. Hey, bro. I want to hear that accent. <laughs> I want to hear you talk that shit in 3D. <laughs> I want to hear you get mad at a nigga on the phone. What's like British slang? I don't know. Hell, I just been listening to some of their little grime, was it grime music or whatever? And I'm like, fuck, it's a f- and them British niggas be fine, dog. I just, it's just, it's just. Hey, British niggas. It's a, <laughs> called bloke. Hey, Essex. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a sound like Peppa Pig for me. Oh! <laughs> 
Oh my gosh. Just, yeah, I just, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't want to say I can't take it serious. Maybe I, I don't take it serious. I don't think that's a bad I part. can see that. Yeah. I I will. Shit. Get your bloody ass in here right now. Yeah, yeah I sure will. <laughs> What's up, baby? I'm like, okay. <laughs> What's up, baby? Side, <laughs> uh, side so so Everybody laughed me because the, uh, my, um, Maps is like a British man. Oh, my. Whenever I heard it for the first time, I was like, fam. <laughs> what is everybody else's? Mine is just the regular Siri voice. I just, I, his voice sounds official. Yeah, okay. it's just a Siri voice. Yours sound like uh, Prince Harry. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Brittany. <laughs> Left time. <laughs> Left time ahead. Go through this light. Girl, uh, my British accent is fucking terrible, bro. So it's one that got know. He had a, a way, the ways he had, it was like a song boy. What? So it'd be like, turn right. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, on the next turn, turn left. Uh-uh. Like, oh, too much, fam. Fam, I would not be able to listen to that. It's too much. But hey, we back. Hey, best friend. <laughs> Ain't it a blessing? You are listening to another episode of Hear You Podcast. This is Tan. And this is B. You ready to go and get started, bro? Let's go. Hey, let's get it. Hey. All right, bro. You ready to go ahead and start in this week with the shits? Let's go. All right. We're going to start off with, let's do 100 rounds. Mulatto. Mulatto. <laughs> Queen of the South. Brownie. Uh, sevens. Oh, the Jack. What's the sevens for? Is it tw- it's not 21. Uh, that does add up to 21, but um, okay. I think it's just a lucky. casino lucky reference. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So, <laughs> God <laughs> damn, y'all. Y'all done bullied the damn Mulatto into changing her name. <sighs> Well, I mean... And then, okay, so officially this week, Mulatto went ahead and changed her name to Lotto. I'm surprised it was Lotto. I'm surprised it was Lotto, too. I thought for sure she was going to do Big, big Lotto. Lotto. Yeah, but I guess she'll... Is, she'll just say it. You know it's big, or I don't know. This is my thing. Mm-hmm. For one, I was never really triggered by Mulatto, but I also understand that that is an offensive term. Mm-hmm. But what I don't understand is, y'all done bullied this girl into changing her name mm-hmm. to Lotto, mm-hmm. And we all know what Lotto was short for. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I don't understand the change. I feel like she should have just stood her ground and continued to go by Mulatto. It made it got her this far. I could see why she wouldn't, because it limits you on a certain stuff. Like who I mean I could I could I could But limiting her from what? I could see I could see like maybe certain brands not maybe want to work with her because of her name. Or the attachment of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or the, the connotation of it. I can see maybe that. And so changing, I could see why a business is a uh, <laughs> decision to change it. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like if, if she was on a Disney film, they can put mulatto. But I I really don't think that that many people really know what mulatto, like many people everybody know. knows that mulatto what is a means. derogatory term, but yeah. how many people really know the history behind the word mulatto? But I'm just saying, like, even if you don't know the history of it, if, if she has those opportunities and stuff to come to her, it's, I don't. It's just maybe mulatto is harder to market. You know what I'm saying? Like I feel mm-hmm. like it's just better maybe for marketing marketing wise for her. To me, it was like it's not like the girl came out and said my name is Pussycat, and we were all <laughs> referring to her as mulatto. Mm-hmm. Like that, <laughs> the girl chose the name. Mm-hmm. Like this is what she she said. I'm finna go by fucking mulatto. Mm-hmm. 
and hear me roar. Yeah, she. I want to say she also chose that name when she was young. That's true. So if this is a part of her, like. And maybe was, yeah, maybe that was a part of her too, because like maybe still people see her from growing up or whatever the fucking show she was. She wasn't growing hip hop, whatever that rap show she was on with the I Major never Price. watched it. I watched a few episodes. Yeah. <laughs> she was pretty good. I don't know if she she did win, but she didn't sign. Mm. Um I could see if maybe there was like a part of her like shedding and like, all right, I'm grown, grown. I mean, granted, she's been saying pussy in songs for a while now, but maybe she's like, okay, I'm grown, grown now, so let's change from Mulatto to Lotto. Right. I don't know. So do you like the name Lotto? <laughs> Um, honestly, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Uh, if she went by Lotto, Big Lotto, I could see why she would change it for business. I could see that would make sense. And, you know, wanting to, like, be able to do stuff and not, not saying it would limit her, but I could just see. Them thinking it might limit her? Yeah. In the future. I get it. But to me, mm-hmm. it's just like. Uh, What's it, the point? Yeah, no big deal. I mean, but I also, I mean, but, it, you know, it, it was an official change because I saw it change on everything. Like, yeah. I was looking for her the other day and I was like, dang, where's Mulatto on uh, Apple Music? And it was Lotto. Yeah. And so. She changed her IG name. It's official, official. But I don't give two fucks. I really I don't mean, care I, either. As long as she happy. Basically. Fucking on my nigga. I mean. <laughs> they hadn't been confirmed, but I still think. like, I, Oh, yeah. They're definitely together. I love 21. Like, 21, 21 Savage. 21 Savage is so fucking cute. 21 oh Savage gosh. has like a, like a. I don't know. After he got detained, <laughs> he had like a special place in my heart. And then I started listening to his music more. And I was like, oh, he really go hard. It's like, like every, twi- every 21 project, 21. Oh, somebody phone not on silent. No. They really forgot how to pod. It's a work email. Mm, having any issues with flow? That's all it said. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, yeah, no. I'm I'm with you. I'm just like, eh you know what whatever mm-hmm. i really don't care about what the girl changed her name to at all she could have changed it to anything pretty much <laughs> i just don't i i want it to be a thing where like she changed it because she knew that this was what was needed like business wise mm-hmm. versus it being, being bullied being bullied into changing it well maybe it was both facts i feel like they may have started it and they were like all right let's just do it right but i guess yeah so you know best of luck to Mula- uh, excuse me <laughs> best of luck to lotto mm-hmm. um you know hopefully the change is for the good mm-hmm. and we're gonna go ahead and go on over to our next topic okay uh let's do 100 rounds oh where should we go with this okay asap rocky uh bright Ooh, new york chocolate oh i think it's so fine he is stroke what stroke remember when his sex tape oh released? it wasn't that good was it nah it wasn't nothing to brag on but he lucky he cute I, mm, yeah you're right about that mm. he's very lucky he's cute all right so you know there's been a lot of rumors going around for a little bit about asap rocky and rihanna getting back together mm-hmm. um but they were together before yeah they were together before maybe bitch where was well, how long ago were they together oh it's been a minute was it it must have been really brief yeah they weren't together very long the first time mm. okay so asap rocky's on the cover of gq mm-hmm. and in his interview he, well, first of all, he's been deemed the prettiest man alive. On what? For GQ. Oh, prettiest? The prettiest. I think they did it before and like Michael B. Jordan was deemed the prettiest man alive. I could see that. ASAP like, Rocky is very pretty. He is. Like his skin is perfect. Yes, he's chocolate. He, he chiseled. Like, he, he got like nice facial structure. I, know, I mean, I don't know how a man feels to be titled pretty, but I could see him being like, he's a beautiful man. Right. Yeah, no. He definitely is. <sighs> Listen, real quick. Mm. I just, I love a black man with gold. 
Come on. Whether it's gold teeth, gold oh. chain, gold they come out. jewelry. <laughs> they come out. Listen, I told you I don't mind when they stay in. Uh, that, that, means you, you have, that means you have dedication and you don't get no fucks. I feel like you dedicated to the wrong shit in life. I don't mind it. You know what I'm saying? It just got to be, you know, it, the ones that come out are preferred. Right. But if you made decisions when you was young and they in there, you know, I'm, I'm stuck too. Right. <laughs> I'm stuck like it goes It's too. up and it's stuck. But I just, it's just something about black men and gold, gold jewelry that just looks, it just, I don't know. Impeccable. It looks, it looked like it looked like royalty, like heaven. I don't know. It just looked like mm. what, what, I, what I imagined heaven to be: <laughs> dark skinned men and gold. <laughs> I feel like there's a do rag somewhere in heaven. It probably is in some grease, but I Facts. mean those are the components. But uh, that is a they they are some fine ass people. They really are. Rihanna and ASAP, they are fine as fuck. They man. are. Rihanna is a bad motherfucking bitch. Rihanna can get on the damn internet in and a, a fucking bag, a mullet in the trash bag, and will be fire. Facts. So during his interview, um, they spoke briefly about Rihanna, and he said, she's the love of my life, my lady. <laughs> I know. Um, saying that she, um, that their relationship, during their relationship, like things have just gotten so much better for him. Mm-hmm. He says, things are so much better whenever you've got the one. She amounts to probably like a million of the other ones. Mm. So I was like, you know what? I shit. I stand for black men appreciating mm-hmm. they damn woman. Mm-hmm. Instead of... In my headache. Facts. I don't hear no shit like that. Facts. Yeah, the love of my life. She's the one worth the yeah. My life is great. More, more, more of that shit. Yes, my life is so much better and now that she's here. What's that? She give me high blood pressure, but that's that's bae. <laughs> nigga, what the fuck? Fam, a nigga refer to you as high blood pressure. He gotta go. Or just a headache. My nigga, my nerve. Oh my. <laughs> Girl, if that nigga, if my nigga got into an interview and said some shit like, yeah, you know, I love 10. She get on my nerves sometimes, but I love that hoe. I'm like. <laughs> Which part is it? The hoe or the. All love? of it. <laughs> Just throw the whole fucking nigger away. <laughs> what? <laughs> throw the whole nigger. Hey, bro. Come on now, dog. <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> on <laughs> Real heavy on the ER. Because that's somebody, yeah, that's definitely a nigger who is like some shit yeah, like that. Yeah, like niggas be thinking they be saying like sweet Cute shit. Stuff, and yeah. it's like. It sounds horrible. I get where you were going, mm-hmm. but but you missed the mark back there. Oh, just a little bit. You know, hey, nigga, go back about 300 yards. That's a, 300 sentences. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a, just a little bit. Fam, niggas, Aww. boy. So, yeah, so it's been officially confirmed. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky mm-hmm. are together. I don't know. Maybe they'll get married and like imagine little ASAP Rocky and Rihanna babies. They they'd be beautiful. I I mean, yeah, be pretty as hell. Mm-hmm. If he gonna do right, could be I, on the if. But I feel like for him to get into an interview mm-hmm. and to say like she's made my life so much better. There's some. There's a level of appreciation there. And usually, whenever niggas appreciate shit, that mm-hmm. that be the hardest part. Niggas don't treat the shit that they appreciate that they don't appreciate. That's what they don't treat right. I, niggas are appreciative at first, but apparently they've been together since like 2019. For real? Yeah. Oh damn. Oh, she been real low key then. Yeah, they were, they were together before COVID. Oh wow. Um, I mean, they're cute. I don't like. I don't. I'm just really. I don't know. I'm. I'm not rooting for nobody no more. Girl. Because I feel like every every time I do, they do some shit and it just it just be crushing my love. Spirits, Virgo, romantic heart. Oh, you know, these people are really out here human. <laughs> Facts. Like I was having a conversation with my sister and her friend last night. I, we were talking about little baby, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Little baby is so cute. He's ugly. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's so ugly. He's cute." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "Yeah, he is." And I was like, "But 
he looks like a good nigga. Mm -hmm. And my sister's friend was like, a good nigga, what? And Mm -hmm. I'm like, he like little baby looks like, okay, not looks, but Mm -hmm. little baby looks like the type that like, he's, he going to cheat. Mm-hmm. He, he, he gonna cheat and you have to know that he gonna cheat but he gonna be good to you he gonna be i feel like he gonna cheat respectfully because mm. all of the girls that have come out mm-hmm. that shit has been like some transactional shit we have not heard about this nigga like being in another relationship with nobody mm-hmm. we haven't heard about him like buying nobody else a house mm-hmm. buying nobody a car mm-hmm. none of that i feel like he's just a nigga with money who has access to women and he's like oh shit i've been wanting to fuck you i can fuck you. i can fuck you but I'm going home. To but her. I'm going. But this is who I love, which doesn't make it right. It is, it, 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 but I don't think it's respectful because, and I. So you know, the last time he paid the girl and he paid her for to, to basically be quiet. And right. She, that's not like. Mm-mm. That's not respectful. I feel like it is respectful because he's paying for silence and he's paying for confidentiality. And you didn't get it. We he we didn't get it because that was like. That girl, mm-hmm. her level, because everybody knows that baby is with Jada. Mm-hmm. It's not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody knows that. But I feel like you, there is a way, and I'm not condoning cheating whenever I say this, mm-hmm. but there's a way to cheat respectfully. Like, you can't cheat respectfully and buy somebody a house. Yeah. Nigga, that shit don't work like that. Mm-hmm. Now, if it's like a thing where, you know, the, the girl's a porn star, mm-hmm. she automatically attaches money to sex. Mm-hmm. So, like... Of course, that's going to happen. But I do feel like there's a way to cheat respectfully. But I also think that we need to keep in mind, like, there's a difference between a good nigga and a good man. Mm, That's that's the one. Because I feel like Moneybag's a good nigga. Yeah, he's a good nigga. But he looked like he probably on the same shit. He he probably a little bit more disrespectful than Baby. That's what I'm saying. But I I get what you're saying. A good nigga and a good man. Yeah, like, there's there's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. I never said that Lil Baby was was a a good good man. man. Mm -hmm. Because good men don't cheat. Well... Mm-hmm. Good niggas mm. <laughs> expect some cheating, mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just how he goes about the mm. cheating. Got you, you know. Got you. So I mean, I would hope and pray that ASAP Rocky wouldn't cheat on Rihanna. It's Cause nigga, it's Rihanna, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I don't even know if like you. <sighs> but every everybody up for grabs. That's what I'm saying. I don't even think cheating is like the the barometer anymore. Cause I feel like if they had, like, I feel like that we. Had, <sighs> Name name a nigga that ain't like in no cheating scandal. You know what I'm saying? I mean, granted, it's still a big deal, but if if you tell me he did something else, I'd be like, oh damn, for real? Like, what would be something else? If he cat burglared her, I don't <laughs> fucking know. I'd be surprised by some shit. Like that. <laughs> I'm trying to think of some shit. I'd be surprised by some shit like that. Right. I'm not surprised when no nigga cheat no more. The cheating doesn't surprise me either. It don't shock me. That's what, okay. That's what I'm saying. That's, it don't shock me anymore. It don't shock me. Like if, if I hear like, oh, they 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 split because he's cheating. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's a nigga. But if you say some shit like he stole all her uh, <laughs> savage draws, right. I'm like, oh shit. He set her mama house on fire. Yeah, yeah, that, oh wow, that's that's shocking. Nigga, you went too far. Okay, did, all right, <laughs> right now. <laughs> you did a lot, but like, I don't know the cheating, cheating, and it's so I don't. And it's, I don't want to say like we're giving a pass for it, right? That that exactly because I'm not giving a pass because yeah, nigga, you better what, not. But that's what they hear though. If they, yeah. they say that there's, there's a way you do it respectfully, they hear, oh, I get a pass. That's not what we're saying. Yeah, I'm just saying I'm realistic. <laughs> there's that, and for me, it's like I've even said it before on the podcast. Like cheating is not the worst thing that you can do to me. Mm-hmm. Well, like just cheating. Mm-hmm. Like I would much rather prefer a nigga go out of town. Mm-hmm. He on a business trip. Mm-hmm. He fuck something in another city, 
mm-hmm. then come home. Mm-hmm. Versus a nigga being in the same city as me, and he's like, babe, I have to work late. Hell and yeah. he's really got a whole family <laughs> side, yeah. that he's going to have dinner with. Yeah. That's the shit that's going to get you killed. Big fact. I find out that you got some head, you know, mm-hmm. or you fuck something mm-hmm. in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm going to be mad. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But my, my mad level was mm-hmm. a little different mm-hmm. depending on the situation. Yeah. I just, it's just, it's a lot yeah. of good niggas around here. The good men is who women are really looking for. That, and that's, that's, that's what it is. Yes. That's, that's exactly what it is. We have tons of good niggas. Yes. <laughs> the good niggas are plentiful. That they are in abundance. They definitely are, but it's the good men. Mm-hmm. Y'all the prize. I think they already like sna- uh, uh, snatched up too for most of them. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta wait for the other good men to get divorced first. Girl, <laughs> crying. We gotta wait for the second wave of good men. We gotta wait for the good men that got married at 21. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Them niggas, they about to get divorced in the next few hey, years. Hey, bro, come on now, dog. <laughs> Let, let's not. Okay. Come all on, right. man. <laughs> Anything else about me? <laughs> all the niggas that got married young in the army. <laughs> those, those are the niggas you got to wait for. You got to go to the damn base and <laughs> wait to see what nigga coming out yeah, with his what, bags. What XRP? <laughs> Girl, go on, base and shop. <laughs> <laughs> Get you a job. Get, no, get you a job on base. That's how you, that's okay. how you snack. And get you a job on base, girl. Because I I hear the damn uh, army will let you get some free titties if you tell them it's a yeah, it's part of a morale boost. Hell yeah. Hmm. I don't know about the aftercare and all the other shit, but <laughs> <laughs> Tricare is some excellent insurance. Look, they, they they get shit done fast and and for free. So they get Look. some really good insurance. You guys, it's other bullshit you gotta deal with. Hell but. yeah, big facts. <sighs> well, so you know. um Best of luck to Rihanna Facts. and ASAP Rocky. Mm-hmm. That's why she over there in love. That's why she ain't working no damn music. Y'all, I keep telling y'all, Rihanna ain't releasing no music. I don't think Rihanna's ever going to release music again. Nothing she is. I don't think it's going to ever happen. I think she's just going to, she knows that mm-hmm. everybody's sitting around waiting. Mm-hmm. And y'all niggas going to keep waiting. I don't think it's, I don't think it's forever. I, it ain't going to be this this year. But I don't think it's going to be forever. When do you think it's coming? I'm not gonna give it a time. I just don't think it's anything. Like I don't think it's in the works. <laughs> That's all. I don't just don't think you don't it's, think no music loading. Yeah, I think she just out here chilling. Yeah, for so sure. If she do put out some, I mean, and, and that would surprise me, right? More so than cheating. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that was surprising. No big facts. I would definitely be way more surprised for some Rihanna music than cheating. Okay. Well, um, much success, or you know, hope for them. Yes, all, all the good love and all the good things. Big facts for uh, the Caribbean Barbie. <laughs> That's the Caribbean queen. <laughs> the Caribbean Barbie. The Caribbean Barbie and her uh, New York. Uh, what the niggas? Her New York stepper. New York maker. <laughs> <laughs> her, her, and her Yankee. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and go on over to our next topic. All right. We're going to do 100 rounds. City girls. Twerk later. <laughs> uh, Carisha. Uh, JT. Uzi. Okay. All right, so there's been, did you see this little drama between the city girls and the Claremont twins? Uh, kind of about the poses or whatever. Yes. Mm-hmm. So the city girls did release some promo this week. Mm-hmm. Um and they actually released a behind the scenes for their song Twerkulator. Mm-hmm. And in the promo, you actually see the city girls doing this pose. Mm-hmm. 
that the Claremont twins just swear. I mean, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, they swear they invented it. Huh? How you been opposed? I, that's what I'm wondering. Okay. Um, but it started a lot of uproar. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a pose where I think it might be Miami is on the bottom mm-hmm. and um, JT is like climbing on top of her back. Mm-hmm. But this, but the Claremont twins did this pose like months and months and months ago. Mm-hmm. So everybody, because I'm not going to lie, whenever I first saw it, um, I was like, okay, that mm-hmm. looks familiar. Mm-hmm. So this is a pose. You remember that one? Mm-hmm. There's the Claremont Twins. Mm-hmm. So was whenever, it in a video? Well, they ain't a video. Was that in a video, the pose? No, I think it was promo for their, um, they dropped a sunglass line. Mm, okay. So I think that's what it was for. But they were in, which video was it? I think it was Future Mask Off. Okay, okay. That they were, they, I think they were in Future's video. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Claremont twins posted on their story and said mood board twins. Mood board? Yeah, I guess a vision board. Oh, okay, okay. And then <laughs> they also posted motherfucking blueprint. Okay. <laughs> right. So Shannon decided to hop on Twitter and say they hate, then they copy. Where, 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 oh, she meant were. Were they like, Wait, what? Hold on, uh-huh. Shannon. Were they like, can you recreate this pose that the Claremont twins did? So a fan responded and said, Shannon, you being weird. The City Girls like and support both of you. Shannon responded and said, I love Carisha. <laughs> okay. So JT posted the video, um, the little behind the scenes on her story. Mm-hmm. And the Claremont twins from their um, Instagram page said, it's being on your mood board for me. What? Yeah. So then Miami hopped on Instagram, on Twitter, and said, we damned if we do, damned if we don't. <laughs> I know she's tired. Girl, I bet Carisha is just like, y'all, leave me the fuck alone. I, mean, I ain't over here doing nothing. I'm over here playing with someone. Her grandma won't come get her. Right. What? Please. <laughs> okay. So Carisha continued, it wasn't on our mood board, but I did tell JT, let's try the pose. I thought it was cute. What's the problem? Mm-hmm. I actually love both of y'all and openly support y'all at Shannon. Mm-hmm. Nobody discrediting y'all. I'm not with that shady shit. Let's not go there. Mm-hmm. So then it continued. Hold on. Shannon said, it's love over here too, LOL, but let's not go there, question mark, because what? Miami said, you let me know. I address the room. It's whatever. Hmm? Yeah, it, it, it went left. <laughs> and then Miami said, I'm mad because I like them for real. But <laughs> for real, let's be clear. Mm-hmm. So then. Oh, gosh. Girl. So Shannon continued and said, I'm tired of these fake fashion bitches. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. All this over a pose. A pose. Okay. So JT said, these magazines and brands not. Y'all be scared to see other women grow and learn. It's enough clothes for everybody. Mm. Talking about fake fashion, bitch. You not Naomi. I see your ass on holiday flyers like everybody else. Whoa. So, <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. So lazy of you to be tired about a pose. Mm. I mean, I definitely feel like Carisha and JT, oh, young Miami and JT definitely tried to show growth. Right. But I feel when people keep fucking with you, that's what I'm saying. Like it seemed like they were, they were, it seemed like they were picking at them for something. That's what it felt like to me. Like it was just like them picking. Like okay, we get it. Y'all mm-hmm. did the pose. Mm-hmm. Y'all are not the. Only, you know how many people have shared poses? But wait, so they basically said that we wanted. So Miami was saying that 
she thought saw, saw them post like then thought it would be cute for them. Mm-hmm. Okay, and she said like, what's the problem? What's the problem? I, guess. I highly doubt that y'all are the first people to do that to get on each other back. Maybe the first set of twins. I don't know, but I highly doubt y'all the first people to get on each other back. Yeah, because Spider and them been doing at the club forever. I three, mean, three of them on each other. I'm back. telling you, like this has been going on for a very long um, time. It's weird, girl. It seems very weird. It got weirder, huh? Yeah. Wait, it's weirder than that. Yes. Okay. So then Sinead says, when white people copy black people, it's oh they're stealing black culture. Blah blah blah. But when black people do it to their own, it's oh y'all didn't create that first. Huh? I was like, what? All right. This, now y'all boosted. All right. Wait, what? Don't. Oh, you know what? This is what pissed me off. And I think I've said this before. Mm-hmm. I don't like whenever people have issues. And then, because I'm not going to lie, Amanda Seals did the same shit. Mm-hmm. Whenever people have issues, you got personal issues going on. And then mm-hmm. you want to turn it into a racial issue. That's not fair. Mm-mm. That's mm-hmm. gaslighting. Yeah. That's taking advantage of people's emotions. And not only that, you're taking advantage of the turmoil and the times that we're currently living in. Basically. Basically. So if that's going to be your attitude, go to hell. <laughs> Clout chasing my own race. Like, like, are you fucking serious? This is, that's weird. It's very weird. I mean, because whether you did it first or not, like, that's that's a weird flex, and then they did cre- like they did credit you and say they were fake. Like I, that's just weird. That it, that whole thing is just weird. Now I can understand if they said we did this first. Yes, yeah. Like a bunch of fans pointed it out and was like, "Oh, the Claremont twins did that," and they were like, "Nah, hell nah. We, we the did. ones that created this. This yeah. ain't nothing but us. F- who the fuck is the Claremont we twins?" The wave. Yes, yeah, like Carisha. Very. Oh, she doesn't like being called Carisha. Mm-hmm. Miami with her names Miami definitely just straight up said like okay girl like I saw it I thought it was cute I thought we should redo it Mm -hmm. like what's tea what's the problem Mm -hmm. here it just don't make no sense to me excuse me so Sinead continued and said oh geez girl it's always been love over here and always showed love but give credit when credit is due and that is all so her little when black people when white people copy black people thing JT retweeted it and said, y'all didn't even give time for the pics to develop. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Every time I ask a motherfucker what I did, they say, it, wait, y'all, words mean things. They need to be typing off emotion, fam. Punctuation is key. Look, every, every time you say stuff like that, I'm just going to be quiet because you know that'd be me. <laughs> so I'm just going to. Every time I ask a motherfucker what they did, what I did, they say, threw a rock and hid my hand. And I'd be like, when? It's always no proof. Anytime y'all see me on here, I be having full-on arguments, and y'all be knowing who it's for. And if it's in general, y'all make shit up just because drama more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Nobody like me. Y'all can all go to hell <laughs> and die at this point. Whoa. For real, because I swear, I never met nobody personally for them. For real. To even think it's a problem. <laughs> for L. Yeah, she didn't say just go to hell. She said die. For, for L. I'm telling you. Oh, that ain't F. Never mind. <laughs> um, yeah. Damn, see, this, um, every time JC be getting into it, she, everybody hate me, nobody like me. Girl, she need to let that go too, but that's very much a Sagittarius thing. I feel like she's taking on that goth shit too much. Girl. <laughs> she had to sound like Daria. That bat shit. Yeah, that Daria. <laughs> My life is, na, 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 no one na, likes me but Uzi. And even he doesn't like me. Uzi's my only love. Everybody doesn't else, like me. Everybody else despises me. Southside doesn't like me. Nobody wants to give me an opportunity to no get to know me. No one wants me to be a twerk later. No one wants me to grow. She doesn't want me around summer. 
fuck everyone and can die. I just want to be with my nigga. Die hard. <laughs> but it's a lot of women like that, though. What? Like, get a nigga, and it's just like, everybody fuck the world. <laughs> me and my nigga. It's me and my nigga for life. <laughs> everybody else can go suck a dick and die. Like, it's like, God damn, girl. We didn't say nothing to you, but happy birthday. <laughs> Like God, like where is all this pressure? <sighs> well, listen, some of you they be in their own bubble. Yeah, for real. And bubble be real, real, real big. Mm. Bubble be real big. Mm. Well, that that's this is the silliest argument ever, girl. Very silly. Like y'all know we in the middle of a Panera bread. I mean, it's still a penny liner outside. Like, honestly. It's still a penny liner outside, and I don't understand it. And free Palestine. Like, for, big facts. I mean, like, this is... It's like, a, we got real shit going on in the world. There's stuff going on, y'all. Like, but oppose. And y'all arguing over pictures on Instagram. Now, on an app that you don't even own. I got mad at Pose next for, for stealing a name for Girl, the show. Girl, okay. Because it's going off the air, too. Look. So, which one? Like, what, what, what do y'all want? It seems it just seemed like a very clout chaserish. To me, it just seems like very pointless. Like I woke up, I feel like arguing type shit. <laughs> and, uh, let's get ready to rumble. <laughs> yeah, like I just I'm just gonna find me something to complain about, mm. and y'all bitches is gonna hear it. Okay, well, mission and bring in black and white and facts. Like bring in black and white and shit. Like come, come on, man. This is very weird shit. Like, it's weird as hell. All right. Mm. I, I hate I don't want to sound misogynistic but some of y'all just need to be quiet uh, yeah you did so sorry like right. I don't think I want to hear from the Claremont I'm twins tell, no more. I'm going to tell you this because this is what you said like, that's like a fuck boy man I ain't the only one thinking it <laughs> This bitch nigga, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Bitches, yeah, yeah. Bitches, man, shut the fuck, shut up. The fuck up. And be quiet. Really, on the cool, all you bitches can shut the fuck up. And get the fuck in the kitchen. I don't want to hear none of you hoes. <laughs> I don't want to hear shit but grease popping <laughs> and pussy popping. <laughs> grease popping and pussy farting. That's all. <laughs> don't, I, don't think you should be talking. Is that pussy? Okay. Make that pussy talk. You make that macaroni sound. Like. <laughs> Yeah, nah, I ain't speaking for you niggas now. <laughs> you got me fucked up. Let it be known. <laughs> you, you niggas got me fucked up. Let it be clear. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and go on over to our last topic. Okay. We're going to do 100 rounds. Nicki Minaj. Crocs. Ooh, <laughs> Papa Bear. Um, sea and Green. Fendi. Okay. So, you know, due to uh, my health last week, <laughs> we didn't get a chance to talk about Nikki making this big comeback. Mm-hmm. She popped up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Her pictures was cute as fuck. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, them, like, Nikki literally got on the internet with Crocs and pillows. This, see, this, is, I appreciate that Nikki don't be having, like, she's still extra, mm-hmm. but not as extra mm-hmm. without the extra antics. I, I appreciate when Nikki leaves and gums and comes back like this and just, not yes. only fucking yelling and screaming. I and appreciate shit. Nikki realizing that she's a queen. Like, I that appreciate part. her knowing, like, y'all hoes can say whatever the fuck y'all want. Facts. I'm cemented. Like, facts. Everybody knows who the fuck Nicki Minaj is. I think that was a problem earlier because it was shaky. Yeah. Like she was trying to prove herself or, like, I, but now, like, she, okay, I'm here. Yeah, like, we know. Mm-hmm. Like, because as soon as them pictures dropped, everybody mm-hmm. was like, oh, fuck, Nicki back. Nikki unblock me. Uh, Nikki, okay. <laughs> I 
I'm JT. A bar. I mean, uh, Miami. I'm a Barb. Girl, did you see um, Lil Nas X get on? It was like Barb's. Y'all ready? He had a Barbie chain on. I, def- I definitely saw it. I, I fuck. I love Lil Nas X. Me too. Me too. I didn't know. I didn't know. Was it Mon- Monterey? Yeah. Monte- I didn't know that was his real name. I didn't know that was his name either. Or is it Montero? Montero, I think. Something like that. I know his name. And so I saw his driver's license. I was like, wait, that's really his name? (laughs) Yeah, and he's saying it on that song. Hmm. It it makes sense. Call me by your name. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So Nikki gets online. She's like, y'all, I'm going live on Instagram. Mm -hmm. Make sure you be there. Mm Mm-hmm. So Nikki gets on live, announces that she was Mm re-releasing Beam Me Up Scotty. I love mixtape Nikki. Crazy enough, I was listening to Beam Me Up Scotty two weeks ago. Crazy enough, I was too, because I listened to Itty Bitty Piggy. I found my Itty Bitty Piggy verse I wrote back in high school. Oh, for real? Yes, and I listened to Beam Me Up Scotty recently. It's on my, uh, that piff. Girl, <laughs> I, that's where I was <laughs> listening to it. The only place you listen to it. Only at. place. Mm-hmm. Girl, I was listening to Slumber Welcome to no, my slumber party. Most in a bachelor party. <laughs> I was like, man. I, Keys under palm trees. Listen. Oh, I'm in Jamaica with the keys under palm trees. The leprechaun sees what my heart reads. And if my aunt sees, please call my auntie. I think them girls telling. I, I hear them boys yelling. Boy. Get down. Get down. That's, mm-hmm. listen. That was, that was, that I was, hope y'all know more than Itty Bitty Piggy. Because that whole fucking tape went from, listen, from start to finish. Fam, as soon as it dropped, I had so a whole. In my bun. Okay. <laughs> I had a whole. Like Nikki party when as soon as the tape dropped, I listened mm-hmm. to the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But she did release four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, she's got the one, the Chirac that's old with G Herbo. I didn't. I didn't listen to two. I'm be <laughs> honest. I ain't really. I ain't listen to the whole thing. I listened to the new songs. The yeah, new she songs. had seen green, mm-hmm. crocodile teeth, fractions, and fractions. Mm-hmm. So. Long story short, ever since then, Nikki's just been kind of been on like an Instagram role, you know, mm-hmm. like, hey, y'all, I'm here. What's mm-hmm. up? How y'all doing? Mm-hmm. Oh, don't get too close. <laughs> Let me grab Papa Bear. Mm-hmm. And so you just were talking about, you know, Nikki not doing too much. Mm-hmm. Did you see Nikki post their mugshot? I saw that. Okay. Mm-hmm. So Nikki posted an old mugshot of her mm-hmm. with the caption. It took me years to be able to look at things like this. Criminal possession of a weapon with intent to use. Mm-hmm. I did use it, though. <sighs> I, uh, there we go. This is so inspiring <laughs> now, looking back. All right. The girl was leaking blood and spent days in the hospital. All right. The word on the street was that I was going to be deported. Hang on, nigga. <laughs> I was so scared. LOL. I was on the run. I really thought I was in a ghetto movie. <laughs> I hid my car and went to stay with my aunt in Brooklyn, child. Bye. <laughs> Hashtag growth. Hashtag beam me up Scotty out now. Link in bio. What's your favorite old and new joint from the mixtape, y'all? <laughs> That's just some random shit she put together. As soon as I saw it, I said, Nikki, delete this. It Remove it. <laughs> I don't care that the, the damn... Uh, Statue of limitations. I don't care about none of that shit. I don't mm-hmm. care that Shade Room Denardi took a screenshot. Mm-hmm. Delete it now. <laughs> Why? Fam, why the fuck would you get on the internet and say some shit like that? She said, with intent to use it. I did I, I use did. it, though. <laughs> I did. The word on the street, the girl was leaking. She was in the hospital. All right, Nikki. Now, when this girl come back. <laughs> Hello. I want my payout. Hello. I want to press. All right, Nikki. All right. I forgot she did that. Fam. Her mugshot's cute, though. 
Oh no, her mugshot is cute. Nick, one thing, Nikki is a bad bitch. Young and youthful. Nikki is a bad bitch. Like Nikki will forever be that bitch. I, then I saw all the girls pulling out their mugshots too. Who else? Fuck, I don't remember. Somebody else did. I'm just like, oh, okay. So this, 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 this is what we're doing. This is what we're doing, pulling out the mug shots. I ain't got no mug shot to pull out. Or I ain't even going to hold you. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> they take mug shots for tickets? <laughs> Bitch, you want no ticket. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I do have a mug shot somewhere, but I was smiling in it. Oh, okay. Because I said, if it ever gets out, I'm going to be, I don't know where it's Look at. Look happy. I mean, can't deny it. They was like, can you, can you stop smiling? No. <laughs> well, not. <laughs> you need to steal my joy, devil. <laughs> what, what did uh, that girl, Amaretta, say? Uh, they keep asking about my teeth. I told them, bitch, these are mine. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you better show them hoes. If you got good teeth, you better show them. Facts, dude. But, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's cool. <sighs> this, this is what I be talking about. It's the It's the... This is what I'm saying. Like th- 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 I said the same shit. I was like, all right, Nikki. Yes, here you here you go. You was on the road. Finna go too fucking far. Too too far. Just cause I'm not gonna lie, her little video, even though I didn't like the fact that her husband was in the passenger seat. Girl, just look looking like <laughs> looking like he having a ride of his life. Like I mean, he, really he is. is. Hi, the time of my life. And I owe it all to you. Okay. For real. Living his life like it's golden over there. Living La Vida Loca. I promise. When she was driving a little Cullen in. I was like, oh, right. Mm. I don't expect this nigga in the passenger seat. <laughs> but I get it for the for the video. But mm. I don't know if the, he could have just not been there. They they attain. Clearly. They attain. That's her kind. Clearly. And they attain. I was just like, oh, yeah, Nikki, you, you, you a bad bitch. Mm-hmm. Like. There's no denying that. Mm-hmm. I even appreciated the video where she was getting out the colon and she had to pull her okay. leggings up first. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate a that qu- shit. A queen still has to pull up her shit, okay? I appreciate the fuck out of that. <laughs> Me too. But it- the mugshot, not so much, man. I honestly don't even mind the mugshot. But put it on a shirt or something. Girl. Do something. Just, or what, she could have just posted the mugshot and not posted all that. Maybe it's the caption. Yeah, she left old girl leaking. Yeah, and she in the hospital and all that type shit. Like, what if the girl's like, why that bitch lying? We had a we had a fight and the cops broke it up, and she hit me with her car. Stupid <laughs> that bitch ran me over. Why this hoe lying, bro? Her car was the weapon. Shit, if I know asshole. one thing. If I was that girl, I wouldn't let nobody know I'm the one she referring to because the barbs are fucking ruthless. Oh, that's so barbs will pull up her damn uh, social security number. Don't go finish her job. Ain't <laughs> 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 gonna turn to murder. <coughs> Tick Barbie shots. Of facts. Like, you better stop playing. Yeah. Yeah, nah. nah. Them niggas will finish it. If she know what's good for her, she'd let it go. Yeah. But also, Nikki, I just felt like you just shouldn't have posted that. I, I just, what's the why? True. What is, what is the why? Like, what are we doing this for? What, what is the why? What? Is that, honestly, it don't even sound like you're remorseful. Talk no. You, sound like you do the shit again. The so. ball. <laughs> it sound like you do the shit again. Um, like sound like it's still in her. Pretty much, I just don't know the why, but I mean, go off, I guess. That's how I feel. It, it just don't. I guess. Yeah, you know, y'all like y'all be posting like shit on an app you don't you don't own, <laughs> and um, <coughs> you do know once you like hit send, like you have no control over where None. this goes no and more. It never disappears. 
It could the only time you had control over it was never it was in your photos. But in the drafts. Yeah. Before you decide to open it up and post and it. send it off. I think that's what most people need to do. Before they post shit, just put let it, it sit in the drafts first yep. and see if you still feel the same way. I completely agree with you. you. Know, and then if you don't, you know, you just delete it and no harm, no foul. Exactly. Just leave it there a couple hours and see if you still feel the same way. Yep. Big facts. That's all. But I mean, prayers to the woman involved. Facts. Hope, hope she's healed and got no lasting effects from Nikki. I don't know, pistol whipping her, shooting Girl, her. Oh, Nikki, I wasn't a gun involved. That's the charge. It said, "What's the charge?" It didn't say gun. What did it say? <laughs> oh, that's how they. That's how they do charges now. It, yeah, this didn't say gun. criminal possession of a weapon with use with you intent to use. They could be car. They could be brass knuckles. They could be anything. All right, Nikki. Okay. I mean, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna argue. I'm not arguing either. I'm just saying, like, and Nikki ain't finna come uh, run me over with a corner. <laughs> I'm, I'm just saying, this it, it could be true, <laughs> but some people also embellish the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, like nigga, add like, a little details. Yeah, nigga, I got shot five times. Nigga, first off, you got grazed. You weren't even the target the <laughs> on bullet, your arm. The bullet hit you. It wasn't. It bullet bounced off the car and hit you, <laughs> and you got grazed. First Facts, of all, like, right? So you, just, I, whatever. All right, cool. It is what it is. Cool. All right. But that's all I have in this week with the shits. All right. Um, this week we do have a guest here. Mm-hmm. Um, she is my cousin, mm-hmm. the creator and owner of Healthy Vibes ATL. Healthy Vibes. Her name is Angel. So we're gonna go ahead and get into that interview right now. All right, tune in. What's up? Uh, yes. What? We've already we've. Oh gosh, this this one. Here. so y'all know it is may is mental health awareness month Mm -hmm. and this week we are joined with angel the ceo boss mom um i don't know how many different titles you want me to give you because i can start listing them okay okay of healthy vibes (laughs) (laughs) she is that bitch of healthy vibes atl thank you for joining us hey Hey, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, of course. I know, still here. Of course. Virtual. I know, we've got a lot of stuff to discuss, so... Mm We're going to talk all things mental health. Well, maybe not all things because ain't nobody here licensed. Okay. Not none. <laughs> no. Well, well, well it, ain't, it ain't licensed in it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a neuroscience degree. Oh, okay. So, cool. Yeah, I wouldn't say I'm like a licensed therapist or anything like that but yeah right. I mean, a little bit of background in um that area so well there you go i mean with all the covid and mm-hmm. everybody's mental health has been tested it really needs to be oh. mental health year Thanks. okay decade <laughs> big facts for a lot of people <laughs> yeah straight up um so we'll go ahead and get started um so angel you when did you actually have the idea to create healthy vibes ato okay so I actually started Healthy Vibes in 2014. I think it was like my last year of college or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I initially started on the premise that I wanted to find like healthier and cleaner desserts um, that didn't taste healthy, you know, because that time on the market, there really wasn't anything that didn't taste like dirt. Everything tasted like trash <laughs> and cardboard. And so I was like, I really want healthier options because I love desserts. And I was like, but I don't want it to be like a caloric like overload. Right. So right. I wanted the taste, but I didn't want all of like the bad things that came with it. So that's initially how I started off. Um, 
I sold healthy desserts for years. Uh, we would do pop-ups. I'd make all types of healthy desserts. And then um, in 2019, I kind of came to like a pivotal moment in my business. And I was just kind of like, okay, like, is this really what aligns with me anymore? Like, is this even still what I want to do? You know, like I always still love like health, you know, the idea of health, um, mm -hmm. helping other people reach their idea of health. But I just don't, I didn't feel like it was, aligning with me as much as it used to, but I wasn't exactly sure like which um, direction I wanted to take it in. So I kind of just kept coasting along and I was like, you know, something will come to me when, when it's meant to be. So continued operating the business as is. And then in 2020, I gave birth. I had a son. Oh, and then, <laughs> little baby. And then um, I thought it was okay, you know? I've always kind of struggled here and there with um, anxiety. I've never really been depressed or had depression, but I would have like little bouts of anxiety, especially I would notice that for me, it would be triggered by like overloads of stress. So like anytime I was extremely stressed out or anytime that I was finding I was, um, like overwhelmed, extremely overwhelmed or had too much on my plate, I would always notice that's when the, my anxiety would be the worst. Mm -hmm. So um, while I was pregnant, I felt great. I had a great pregnancy by the grace of God. I was so excited. And then um, I was like, okay, I've been feeling good. So I really didn't think that like postpartum depression or depression or anything like that would be on the horizon for me because I was like, you know, I've been doing great all these months. Right. So I gave birth. I was still feeling good, you know, for the most part. And then I would say about three months after I gave birth. And so like I gave birth at the height of lockdown, right? Well, at the beginning of basically when everything was like closing, everything was shut, couldn't have any visitors. You couldn't have anything. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, it was just me and my husband gave birth, came home a couple Aww. days later. And but it's okay, and I think it worked out better that way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but really quick, like, how did it feel? Yeah. Because so many women did like have that experience because yeah. a yeah. lot of women gave birth during COVID. Mm -hmm. So how yeah. did it feel like knowing that literally like no visitors? Like sometimes that's part of the fun. Like you got to show your baby yeah, off. People coming up, people coming yeah. to the hospital. Mm -hmm. So how did that like feel, or how did it even affect you like mentally? If it yeah. did. I definitely did feel it was a little odd, right? It was like, I mean, hospitals aren't like, you know, the most jumping places, but it definitely was very quiet. And it was like very isolating, right? Because even like my husband, they were like, okay, once he comes, he can't leave, right? Mm -hmm. So he couldn't leave. And if he did leave, he wouldn't be allowed to come back in. So I was just wow. like, okay, park it right okay. here. So, <laughs> the fuck now? So, right. So it was literally just us. And it was like I said, I, I I was actually kind of confused at first. I was like, I didn't really know exactly like who I wanted to be there, what I wanted that to look like. But I think it ended up working out perfectly that way. But I don't feel like the isolation really hit me until we were back home, right, with the baby. Mm. And we couldn't do anything because we were all on lockdown, right? The whole world was on lockdown at this point. Right. It, you, I didn't even want to go to the grocery store because then no one really knew exactly how COVID was spreading. Like everyone was mm -hmm. just getting sick, but nobody knew exactly, you know, even mm -hmm. being in the hospital was like so That's weird, crazy. you know, because mm -hmm. it's like, you know, we all had these masks on and I was like, this baby's going to come out and it's going to see a bunch of masks. And it's just, <laughs> it was weird. But 
ended up working out. We went back home. And like I said, that's where the isolation really started for me. About three months after I'd given birth, um, I started to notice some weird things that really weren't in like my usual symptoms, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I started to notice um, I felt extremely weak all the time. Mm. Um, and not even just like the type of fatigue that's like, oh, like I need to like take a nap or something. No, this was like, I could barely even have the strength to lift my arm fatigue. Mm. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. Um, I started to feel so lightheaded and airy all the time. I had really bad depersonalization. Like I felt like I was literally just watching myself on in like a glass, you know, like mm. from the outside, I was like watching myself. I always felt like I was floating. I just literally felt like I was in some parallel dimension. I never really felt like I was me. Um, I would spend half of the day in bed crying. You know, mm. I had no motivation to do anything. Like even our cousins group, I could barely bring myself to respond because I just could not Didn't be bothered with anything. Yeah, mm. I just didn't have the energy. Like. And this isn't, like I said, this isn't just like a physical type O energy. Like I didn't even have the mental capacity to even respond, like trying to process like what you guys were saying in those messages, trying to like, it was not happening for me. Mm -hmm. So I started, oh, and then I started having really bad night sweats. Mm, Oh my Um, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, it was actually really scary because at first I didn't know what was wrong with me. So Mm. I started having really bad night sweats and I started to this is going to sound so weird, but I started to almost feel like my liver was like attacking itself. Cause I started to notice really, I started to have really bad, like pain around my liver, you know, mm-hmm. it would like wake me up in the night. And then like, I would have these periods of like extreme heat. I would be sweating and I had these periods of extreme cold. I'd be like shivering. So I definitely knew like something was not right. And right. I was like, I need to figure out what's going on. So I booked in to see a doctor because they weren't really seeing people at the moment. I had to have mm-hmm. like a virtual, like tele, I guess, telehealth, like consultation mm-hmm. type thing. So I had to see them virtually. And so they booked me in for some blood work. Um, and it was scary, like leaving the house at that time, right? Because now we're at like the peak of lockdown and like no one, everyone's just like dropping like flies and we don't yeah. even know how they're dropping it's just crazy okay don't know what the fuck going on i know just looking dumb okay (laughs) so so i was like all right you know what something's not right so i was so scared even going to go like to the lab to go get my blood drawn because i was just like like i hope i don't get sick but i was not about to keep feeling like that i was like i'll take my chance right so got the blood work done. It came back. The doctor was like, everything looks normal. They checked my thyroid. Cause a lot of times like, you know, um, it, when your thyroid's off, it can present those symptoms. And a lot of times your thyroids can be out of whack, like after giving birth and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So they were like, everything looks fine. Everything looks normal. And I'm like, no, you guys need to redo this test. Like I'm telling you something is not right with me. So then my doctor was like, okay, well, like, you know, she was like, nor- you know, she was like having birth is, or like giving birth is a very traumatic experience to your body. And she was like, mm-hmm. and your body has to kind of like, you know, regulate back. And she was like, you know, do you feel any bit like anxious or depressed? And I'm like, no, I just don't feel like myself. Mm-hmm. So she was like, you know, sometimes depression can manifest itself in physical symptoms, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so 
I was like, no, I'm trying to tell you, like, I don't feel depressed. I just mm-hmm. am having these symptoms and I know I don't feel myself. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, and, and I was like dropping a bunch of weight at the same time and I was breastfeeding. So I was like super duper skinny. And so I just had, I literally just had no energy. And so I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Turns out that it actually was depression and mm-hmm. I was depressed and I didn't know. Right. Because I feel like a lot of women don't really share their stories and, mm-hmm. Um, I think they kind of just like hide that, right? Because they're mm-hmm. scared of the backlash. They're scared of, um, you know, like what people would say or what people would think, or like, you know, the stigma behind, you know, having some type of mental illness or having some type of like, you know, mental disability, whatever it is. And, mm-hmm. you know, I literally, the only place I found answers was YouTube. I went on YouTube and I started... Oh watching videos of women who are just like, no one else talked about this. So like, I'm going to talk about it. And I was just like, Oh my goodness. Like, and that was so warming to me to know that there was somebody out there who was actually like experiencing this and going through this. Right. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't just like a, like a singular event or occurrence. And it made me think right then and there, I wish that more people would have talked about it and, Another thing for me was um, I tried before, like, you know, when I evaluated all of my options on like how to deal with this, I tried everything. I'm always a very like um, holistic type of like natural person. That's the type of path I will always choose first. I will try everything mm-hmm. holistically, naturally before ever turning to, you know, Western medicine or medication or whatever. Right. And when I tell you guys, I tried everything. I mean, I tried everything. Mm-hmm. I was working out. I was exercising. I was eating well. I was um, doing yoga. I was, mm-hmm. you know, taking like, you know, natural herbs for like anxiety. I, like, and then a lot of things are also closed at the same time. So I couldn't book mm-hmm. in for acupuncture. So I was really just mm-hmm. trying to manage these symptoms myself. And something that I noticed that would make me feel better is whenever I would like take out time for myself, like I would take a shower and that was like the only time I had to myself, like I didn't have the baby on my hip, you know, or I wasn't breastfeeding. I didn't have to worry about bottles or pumping or whatever, you know, and it was just literally that, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 20 minutes, whatever it is, like I would just feel so happy in the shower. Right. But then Mm -hmm. when I come out of the shower, I'd be like, Mm -hmm. oh. Come back, back to my reality. <laughs> back to life. <laughs> right. And so that was, you know, something that I noticed that when I started taking out time for myself, I started to notice how much better I would feel. And in my case, unfortunately, um, even though those things did help, I did end up having to get on medication because mm-hmm. I realized that there was no way and with how I was feeling that I was going to be able to care for a child, right? Mm -hmm. A small child. So I wish that there wasn't so much stigma on, you know, medication. And Mm -hmm. I wish that more people would be more open to it. Cause I remember like the first thing I remember when I told my mom, I was like, I'm going to, you know, take this antidepressant or whatever. And, you know, the first, her first response is like, no, don't do it. It's going to make you gain weight. And <laughs> <laughs> do you want me to be here? Okay. You look good. Right. So I was just like, you know what? I literally had told her, I said, you know, mom, I appreciate your concern, but 
my mental health is significantly more important than a few extra pounds, right? Mm -hmm. And although currently I'm no longer on the medicine, I, you know, definitely it did make me gain weight and Mm -hmm. I have been a little bit more self-conscious about my body, but I know I'm in a significantly better headspace than I was, right? right? So I can lose the weight, you know, with time, I'm sure it'll come off, you know, mm-hmm. as my body adjusts. But I, I strongly encourage people to really evaluate all their options. But um, that was a long tangent. So yeah, basically, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I realized after giving birth, you know, the importance of really taking out time for your self care. And right. I think that people have, um, People have a misconception about what self-care actually looks like. I think people Mm -hmm. always think it's you having to do your nails or you having to paint, you know, um, or you doing your hair, painting your nails or you getting massages. But, you know, I always tell people self-care doesn't have to be fluffy. It doesn't have to always be fun. You know, sometimes self-care can be really difficult and it can be really hard and it can look like you setting boundaries, right? Absolutely. It can look like you saying no. It can look like you um, maybe changing the relationships in your life because they no longer serve you. And I think that people um, need to understand that self-care is truly just doing more of the things that make them feel like them. Right. And so when I started, um, so, you know, I remember I sat down and I talked to my husband. I said, you know, I really want to like share these things. So during this time I started um, journaling a lot, tracking my habits so I could know like, you know, this is how I felt this day. This is what I did this day. Maybe this is why I'm feeling this way. Right. And so I feel like for me, what ended up happening is I realized how important it was. And I was, I really want to share this with other people. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I really was like, you know, I I really want other people to learn how to prioritize their self-care and learn how to prioritize themselves and their boundaries and, you know, start tracking their habits so that they can really get rid of the things that no longer serve them or right. things that they thought served them, but they no actually do. don't. Yeah. yeah. So that's how I um, created my new line of self-care products. So that's how I created the Vibe Manuscript. Um, I created habit trackers, hydration trackers, and I'm in the process of releasing so many new products, but everything is designed with your self-care and your mental health in mind. Right. You know, I think it's great that you're, you know, you're saying like, this is what depression looks like for you. Yeah. Because I think that we have in our minds, like, this stereotypical idea of depression, you being in a dark room, not wanting to answer your phone for a week or, and, you know, especially with all the stigma that we have in the black community, whenever it comes to depression, Mm -hmm. we equate, well, maybe not we, but Mm -hmm. the older folks, Mm -hmm. they equate depression to almost like some sort of weakness. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or just pray about it. Exactly. Yeah, about it. And it's like, okay, prayer. I love prayer. I love God. I need all that. Yes. I, I need all that, but I also need to talk to somebody. <laughs> and I yes. also got some shit that I need to like figure out. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, for like, it's to me, it's like, because I've, I've even been on the podcast before and said like, I don't know if I've ever experienced depression, mm-hmm. yeah. but I don't think that that's something that I can even say anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because like you were saying, you know, whenever you felt like it was just kind of like an outer body experience, I know that exact feeling where it's just like, you're just going through your day 
and you're just kind of going through the motions yeah. or you, you kind of feel like you're just like seeing yourself yeah. from the outside looking in. And it's a scary feeling. Especially no. when you don't know what it is. It's really scary. And I think that you brought up a really good point um, speaking to the fact that depression looks so different for everybody, right? Mm -hmm. If you would have seen me at that time, I didn't look depressed, right? right? Like, I didn't look like there was anything wrong with me. And I think that that's the importance of mental health is that just because somebody looks like they're doing great, just because somebody looks happy, they smile. And I think that that's why Instagram and social media can be such a dangerous place, right? Absolutely. Because it's only details are highlight reels, right? Mm -hmm. It doesn't, no one's gonna like come on Instagram and be like, I'm dying. Like, I feel like I'm depersonalized. I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, Everyone's right. like, what? And when, and when they do, we're like, uh, that's weird. So it's just like with stuff like that, I feel like it social media, and especially if you're not in your best headspace, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like social media can bring you down even more, right? Because you'll mm -hmm. see other people living their life and you'll be like, How come nobody's sad like me? Or how come mm -hmm. you know nobody's like everyone's just out there living their life? And mm -hmm. unfortunately, you know, that's not true, right? That's why you hear of all of these like TikTokers and mm -hmm. influencers like gilling themselves and things like that. And you don't even realize what they're going through, right? Because mm -hmm. on that TikTok, they're doing the what is it, the uh soldier Draco challenge, whatever. So it's like you don't know, right? And then, mm -hmm. then the next then the next post is someone's like you know, rest in peace, this person, or um, prayers, or whatever, and you don't know. You'd be like, well, thanks. So, right. Then the I next post is COVID related, and it's like, right. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So you're like, it's just too much. And then coupled with the fact that 2020, I think, and here, here's what I'll say about 2020. I think everybody needs to give themselves more grace because I feel like, who else lived through a pandemic? You know, what you. like I just want to know. I'm you telling know, you, that that was history. That was historical. It is historical, right? We're talking about COVID is, is in the past. Okay, but. and bitches got over COVID. <laughs> <laughs> okay, because I was struggling for them two and a half weeks. But Listen. the point is, and then well, that feeling, that feeling is a whole nother mental health discussion. But girl, I just feel like you know, with things like this. I just feel like you have to give yourself more grace and understand you are living through a worldwide pandemic, right? It's not an epidemic, mm -hmm. you know, it's a pandemic. Everybody is going through it. And I think people, that's why I encourage bosses and, and everybody who's like working with, with more people to understand, like give your employees, give whoever you're with, give whatever, more grace because everybody nobody is on their a game right now right mm -hmm. you're submitting reports you, you probably a few more mistakes than usual okay right <laughs> and if you're anything like me it's probably a few few more mistakes than you <laughs> <laughs> but the point is it's like this is this is new for everybody right like mm -hmm. it's scary and everybody's mental health i feel like was completely rocked in 2020 and even mm -hmm. till now i feel like we're still trying to just kind of get adjusted and accustomed to this new normal and 
I think a lot of it too was the fact of the unknown, right? We didn't know mm-hmm. what the next six months was going to look like. We didn't right. know, you know, who was going to be around the next six months. And I think mm-hmm. that that was really scary for a lot of people, you know? Mm-hmm. And I think that like a lot of um, people I've worked with and like a lot of my customers are like, journaling has helped them so much right mm-hmm. and a lot of people were like I don't know how to journal right I don't know mm-hmm. where to start like I don't know like what to do what to even write about and I'm like but the minute you put that pen in that paper child mm-hmm. things will start coming out that you never even knew mm-hmm. were in your mind yeah so what do you feel like for someone who isn't accustomed to journal journaling what do you how, where do you feel like they should start or how do you feel like they should start journaling and, and like stuff like that if they were to get started doing it mm-hmm so um Here's what I like to say. Of course, number one, I'm going to have to plug myself. (laughs) (laughs) Do that. But um, definitely, I think something like the Vibe Manuscript, it doesn't have to be the Vibe Manuscript, but something like that, something that is like a guided kind of, um, a guided guide. It's six weeks. It takes you through six weeks. You have six weeks of journaling prompts Mm -hmm. and other factors that actually combine into the whole manuscript to really help you um, kind of overhaul your mental health for the next six weeks and mm-hmm. help you create more sustainable and realistic habits, right? I think something that's important is that you have to create habits that are one, sustainable and two, realistic because mm-hmm. if they're not, you're not going to keep them, right? Mm-hmm. If it's like, that's like if you're like, okay, I want to lose weight and I'm only going to eat salad for the next 24 months. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you're not going to yeah, do good. that, right? Yeah. Come you know, maybe that next day by 4 p.m. You're like, I'm hungry. Okay, (laughs) right. Because you're not going to want to. It's not sustainable. And so you have to make it sustainable. And and that's what I really try to do with my products is teach you how to create these sustainable habits through, you know, um, repetition, through things that matter to you and through just being honest with yourself and your thoughts. And if you don't want to use something like the Vibe Manuscript, then I would definitely suggest sit down, make sure it's quiet, light a Mm -hmm. candle, whatever you got to do, set a timer for 15 minutes, you sit down and you sit with your thoughts. And I know Mm -hmm. it sounds a lot easier said than done, um, but it's actually quite difficult. And you need to observe your thoughts, right? You just need to be present with your thoughts for those 15 minutes. You need to know what is coming up for you, right? Right. Something that keeps popping up in your mind is something you need to deal with, right? And so you need to know what keeps coming up for you. And then after those 15 minutes, you can be like, okay, just make a quick notes. Like, okay, this, you know, this keeps coming up for me, this relationship with this person. I notice keep, you know, being on my mind, you know, money was on my mind. This was on my mind. You sit down, you make those, you know, you write out those thoughts. Mm -hmm. And then I think the next best thing to do is you write out a kind of like a, an overview, generalized game plan for those thoughts, right? Do you need to have Mm -hmm. a conversation with that person? Do you need to assess your spending? Do you need to um, really identify what your circle looks like and if they're serving you or not? Mm -hmm. So I feel like those are good places to start. Um, And then also start tracking your habits. If you, Mm -hmm. I mean, we sell habit trackers, but you don't have to use our habit trackers. You could literally open up a notepad, open up a blank sheet and write down what type of habits you are, what what time you wake up, you know, mm-hmm. what do you have a schedule, what time are you sleeping, you know, what does your day look like, you know, mm-hmm. how much, what's your screen time look like, what does your water intake look like, you know, all of these things are going to create your day. And so if you start getting into a better routine with your habits, then you will see you'll have better days. So mm-hmm. 
that's kind of how I look at it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it. So I know you said with the Vibes manuscript that it's um, basically set up over the course of six weeks. Mm -hmm. So during that six weeks, um, is the journaling in the Vibes manuscript a daily thing? So is that one of the things, like another habit that you're kind of trying to like get yourself into journaling daily? Yes. So that's definitely one aspect of it. Um, something that was very important to me, though, is understanding um, the reality of life, right? Sometimes you miss a day, right? Maybe your baby gets sick or maybe, you know, you had to work late and you forgot, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's why none of my products are dated. Oh, see, that's so, what I was wondering. Yeah. So you can you know, start on a Monday and pick back mm -hmm. up on Wednesday if you have to, right? Mm -hmm. The point is that every day will draw you to come back, right? Because you can also look at the, your previous days and look at what they looked like, right? And mm -hmm. I think that there's nothing more, um, there's nothing more refreshing, I feel like, and satisfying than looking at where you were six weeks ago and seeing mm -hmm. that your life was actually in shambles. And then six weeks later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> Six weeks later, looking and understanding that, oh, like, you know, oh, like I have been, you know, actually working on that. And the reason that the Vibe Manuscript is actually six weeks is because six weeks is generally how long it takes to actually start to see a change in yourself. Mm -hmm. And so something also too, like I said, I developed the planner and the journal with um, neuroscience and cognitive behavioral therapy principles. So there's really these small little, very small intricate details that you wouldn't even notice existed in them. So mm -hmm. like at the beginning of the planner, you'll notice that it starts off, um, it starts off a darker shade, like every week starts off a darker shade. But then as you go through the planner, it brightens up and it lightens up. And oh, I love it's it. just like a behavioral, like it's a cognitive thing. You might not even pick up on it and just small things like that. Right. And mm -hmm. just the same thing with humans need repetition. Right. Mm -hmm. They need assurance. So throughout the vibe manuscript, you'll notice that there'll be things of like, oh, I'm so proud of you. or Oh, look at how far you've come. Or, oh, mm -hmm. you know this. Oh, you're doing great. Or, you know, keep going. Like, because humans as a species, they need reassurance, right? Mm -hmm. they, they need that affirmation. And mm -hmm. so just small things like that. There's other things, but I, I always think that it's really interesting that people like don't even catch on to these things. Right. Mm, right. They're but just, they're there. <laughs> they're there. Subconsciously, um, your mind is picking it up. So that's what matters. Oh, I love it. Well, so I'm not a journaler, but I always had a question. Do like, yeah, I know you're, you journal. Yeah, I journal. Do you go back and read your journals? Absolutely. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Like, um, I actually had a little bit of a mental breakdown because one of my journals that I've been journaling in for a while now, mm -hmm. um, whenever I was sick, it was raining and I opened up the window and I had my journal on the windowsill. Mm -hmm. Oh no. And oh, it got ruined. Oh. And I was just like, oh my gosh, my journal is gone. Like, yeah. And I had to like literally tell myself like, okay, Tana, like even though you can't actually go back and read right. all of these things, you've already put those thoughts to to paper mm -hmm. and some of those thoughts and those things that you did put to paper you're no longer carrying mm -hmm. so whether the journal is destroyed or not mm -hmm. which I'm still a little sad about <sighs> um you know the work has still been done mm -hmm. but yeah like mm -hmm. you do go back and read it and it is nice to like you know I've journaled yeah. through breakups mm -hmm. and I'll go back and read it and I'm just like wow like I was really in like a tough headspace mm -hmm. and like thank oh, god I'm not 
anymore. I think that something that's really important to remember is that not everybody does that, right? Some people don't want to look back, right? Yeah. Some people only want to look at those future blank pages, right? Yeah. But I think that it is good for your progress, right? For your mental progress to go mm -hmm. back and see exactly, you know, how far you've come. I think it's so important. So yeah, but I don't think it's a requirement. I don't want anyone to feel like you have to. No, it's not. But literally when I tell y'all, hold on, I'm about to play this. So y'all know, y'all know it's real. You know what? That's when I honest. Every time I somebody opens the journal, I think of it. <laughs> from writing from when my daddy found my notebooks oh my oh. gosh but now nah, you wasn't journaling you were writing nasty stories at oh. 17 the, the, journal, oh, okay. okay just journaling have to be can, journaling can just be right oh no i guess it's writing journaling is i mean is there different I, like is there different forms of journaling though that's a yeah good you can definitely but it was my form of journaling helpful <laughs> fuck up i was journal i was journaling back then but girl you were you were sister soldier before sister soldier <laughs> oh my gosh right what was her uh book called a cold winter or something yeah no, coldest winter ever <laughs> classic might i add yeah so i just feel like you can definitely journal about whatever you want to journal um but i definitely I know the benefits of journaling for your behavioral and mental health, you know, mm -hmm. so that's why I always encourage people as a good, that's a good place to start. But if you want to write your sex stories, child, <laughs> in your, in your dungeon of secrets, then <laughs> so be it. Yeah. I just, I think I just have PTSD from like someone going to read it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I've actually gotten a lot of messages like that. Like I want a journal, but I'm scared that someone's going to see it, you know, mm -hmm. or I want a journal, but I'm scared that someone's going to read it. And mm -hmm. I always encourage people, you know, to keep it, keep it in like, you know, a safe space. Mm -hmm. um, hell, you could padlock it, whatever you feel like. Yeah, you throw it in a safe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. Whatever you feel like you need to do to keep that, that space. Right. Because I always tell people your journal is a space between it's a safe space, right. For you and yourself. Mm -hmm. Right. You should be able to when you go and you take those feelings and those emotions and those thoughts from your head and you put it onto paper like it is out of your mind. Right. And people mm -hmm. don't understand that it's out of your head and onto that paper. So not only does one does that validate your thoughts and your feelings, but it also reduces the mental clutter. Right. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. you no longer have to worry about that in your mind, even mm -hmm. if it is something that you have to worry about you don't even have to worry about it anymore mm -hmm, because right. you've moved it past a place of worry, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's really true. And think about all the like thoughts and things that you carry on a day-to-day -day basis. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even if you can just let go or release 10% mm -hmm. yeah. of them, mm -hmm. that yeah. makes a huge difference. Yeah. And it's, it's a lot. 10% if you think about it. Um, somebody once was like, I think about my mind as... Um, as like a safari tab, right? A <laughs> safari browser, right? And there's like 36 different tabs open at one time. Yep. Each page is doing something different, you know, and I can't shut them down. 
And so I'm just like, you better control alt delete that thing. I'm you telling know? you, <laughs> like, close all windows, <laughs> close all windows, restart. Because I'm like, if you continue with that mental clutter, right? It 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 manifests in other ways. And I think that people always forget when you're anxious about something, it's usually mm -hmm. because there's something else happening, right? Mm -hmm. Anxiety doesn't just tend to come from nowhere, right? Mm -hmm. It usually has a root of its anxiety and a root point cause. And it's up to you to identify that root cause. And that's why I always encourage people to track their habits, you know, figure mm -hmm. out what's happening in your life that that is triggering these these series of events. Right. So I was going to, so talking about like the triggers and things like that, do you feel like tracking helped you figure out some of the things that triggered you or caused you or find the root of your anxiety? Yeah, absolutely. Like when I would track my habits, right, I would mm -hmm. notice like I would be able to like gauge my water intake along with like my movement, my exercise, along with so many other different factors. And I would always find that anytime one was out of whack, right, mm -hmm. or maybe even something as small as my cycle is going to start soon, mm -hmm. right, I would notice my anxiety levels mm -hmm. would like change. And I think... um. I think I have one here, but if you notice on our habit trackers, there's a mm -hmm. space for you to actually track your anxiety levels. Mm -hmm. So in addition, when you track other things, you'll see if your anxiety is going up or if it's going down, right? right. So mm -hmm. you need to correlate those with your movement, you know, with your, do you have like some relationship issues going on at the time? Like, um, have you been drinking enough water? You know, like, has your to-do list just been out of control? Is it too much on your to-do list? Like, and you'll start to be able to find patterns, right? And so what I always encourage people to do is to take our habit trackers and keep all of the old pages and literally mm -hmm. over like the month, just look at every single page, mm -hmm. look at the times and you can analyze it right there in real time. Like yeah. the times that I was the most anxious, like, oh, I noticed I wasn't drinking enough water mm -hmm. and just things like that, you know? And I think that these are such small changes that make such a big difference, you know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. Oh, I love it. Me too. I love it. So I noticed, of course, you mentioned that you had like the water intake tracker on mm -hmm. the Vibes manuscript. So I know you do have another product coming out, which is I probably do. the prettiest fucking water bottle I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. Well, thank you. So, yeah. yes, I do have um, the new HV hydration tracker coming out. So as you know, I'm huge with tracking habits. I think it makes the world of difference. Mm -hmm. um, so yes, I am releasing a, it's a Brasilicate glass water bottle. They're very mm -hmm. beautiful. They come in white and pink. They have little rose gold um, caps on them. But although they're very pretty, they're also um, created with a purpose in mind and that's to help you increase your water intake. So mm -hmm. um, if you flip over the back of the bottle, it actually has a hydration tracker that allows you to monitor like how much water you're drinking and how much water you should drink before the next hour if you haven't already completed that task. And then it also tells you when to refill it and then also, um, you know, where it's full at and stuff like that. And every hour has like a new um, goal that you need to reach. Mm -hmm. And so it's really cool. Um, you know, people have different hydration trackers, but my thing was there, I could never find one that was as cute. So I created yeah. it. <laughs> I love like, it. <laughs> yeah. Amazon, I think has like the big, you know, those like big like jugs and it's like, yeah, <laughs> unnecessary. Yeah. And I'm like, nobody's carrying that ugly thing around. <laughs> <laughs> 
I created a cute, nice, pretty one glass, you know, very luxury and very pretty and definitely it's just the vibe. So I feel like if you're somebody and you struggle with water and you want to be cute at the same time, mm -hmm. then definitely, you know, definitely check out our hydration trackers. And I'm also in the process of creating a um, creating a hydration goal chart so that with every purchase, like everybody who buys the hydration tracker, then they'll automatically get that so that they can challenge themselves to stay on top of their water goals. And, mm -hmm. you know, I always tell people, I'm like, hey, just drink your water and mind your business. <laughs> I love facts. it. No, big facts. That's a big part okay, of Okay, skin right just be gleaming, <laughs> you know? <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, it's great here. I don't know why people are so worried about what other people have going on. And I remember I saw this, um, it was this post and this girl was like, can I tell you guys a secret? And so the lady was like, yeah. And she's like, nobody cares what's actually happening with you. <laughs> Facts. So she was like, I mean, people really have so much other stuff going on. Like nobody even cares. So mm -hmm. I'm just like, mind your business and staying hydrated and drinking your water goes such a long way. Mm-hmm. Love it. Well, and compared to drinking your water, what are other, what are some other things and, and generally what are some other things that you find yourself like doing for like self-care that, that you so, adopted, I guess? Mm, so for me, movement has really been a big one. And I'm not going to lie. I know there's some people and they wake up every day and they want to do like Iron Man challenges. And I'm like, that's not me. <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not going to lie. Right. I don't like hit workouts. I don't like cardio. I don't mm -hmm. like anything that's high impact. I like very mm -hmm. low impact, relaxed, like exercising. Mm -hmm. So walking out in nature is a game changer for me. Like I have to go walk outside. I usually go by myself. Sometimes I'll put my son in his stroller and take him, but walking outside is a game changer. And I got one of those little like, you know, Fitbit watches or whatever, little fitness tracker watches. And I'll track my steps and tracking my steps helps me to want to get more steps. When I see that they're not really where they're supposed to be, I'm like, okay, right. I want to get more. Mm -hmm. um, let's see what else. Body scrubs. I've like recently gotten into body scrubs and mm -hmm. I've just been obsessed with them. There's, I think it, I noticed like it evokes your parasympathetic system. So if you think about it, right, there's something about like that, that salty, you know, kind of like, or that sugary, like that, um, like gritty feeling, right? Mm -hmm. Against your skin. So it's going to evoke your body senses. And, and I think that that helps you to just feel present, you know? Mm -hmm. Another thing that I love, love, love to do is I just like also recently gotten really obsessed with candles. Mm -hmm. Lighting a good candle. Mm -hmm. If it smells good, even better. I have right. some really cool things in the works if people like candles. Um hey. So I'm really excited and I, I really hope that all of these tips, you know, are tips, easy tips and um, easy things for people to adopt. And something that's really important for me is like I always say about being very realistic and um, very realistic and very honest about these sustainable habits. I think if you're trying to tell somebody, okay, you need to sign up for this $200 a month gym membership, or you need to go see a therapist and they're $450 a month. That's not, that's not sustainable for a lot of people, right? Mm -hmm. that's not, a lot of people can't afford that. And most people can't afford that. Right. And I think that I want to give people more sustainable and realistic alternatives, but you can go outside and walk. That's free. 
you know, mm -hmm. you can journal, that's free. Mm -hmm. You can, you know, there's mm -hmm. so many things you can do. You can make your own body scrub, okay? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so I think that those are just really important things to remember and, and they're all great starting points. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess, what are some of your... Uh, self-care things you like to do um so uh of course journaling that's something i've been doing for a while now um and some people think i'm weird but i really enjoy taking my showers like i know you kind of oh, mentioned yeah. that earlier that being your like alone time mm -hmm. but yeah. to me it's like especially whenever i'm having like a really rough day it's like i envision like everything of the day just kind oh, of yeah going away mm -hmm. it's washed away um but i really enjoy taking showers in the dark Damn. Oh, okay. Yeah, that is actually very relaxing. I'm not gonna lie. Yes, I don't know. Cause who, what if someone comes in there on you? No, but when does anybody come in there? See, that's why I be that's, that, that's where my mind goes. Cause I, I, how many people have had a burglar come in while they in the shower? How many people had a monster come in while they in the shower? It only takes boogeyman. One. It only takes one. I mean, <laughs> but for if me, it's scary. Just say that. <laughs> but for me like being in the shower and like even whenever it's like dark sometimes like i'll light a candle so that'll be yeah. a little bit of light that i'll have in there yeah it'll be dark dark i don't have any lights on what about like a, 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 right, right. For a bath oh yeah see but i have an issue i don't want to say i have an issue but like i've never really gotten into baths and like, cause it's like, I'll sit there and then it's like, okay, now what am I supposed to do? I'm I feel like I on my phone? And like, I've never been wild about baths either. Like my skin starts to wrinkle and I'm just like, why am I here? Yeah. Oh no, I've been in a bathtub <laughs> two, three hours. Yeah. Oh. See, baths, that's her thing. <laughs> I love a bath. Look, but I come prepared. I have my wine. I have my vibrator. <laughs> my book. Okay. Okay. My vibrator. <laughs> my blunt. Like I come fully prepared. I have a playlist. Like I have, like yeah, we're gonna do separate, different things in there. This, this is not just. We're not gonna just get clean. We're not just gonna bathe. Yeah, I do. Yeah, so I'm good for a two, three hour uh, bath. But, but how do you feel after it? Do you notice a difference? Do you feel relaxed, or do you feel like, oh damn, I gotta get back to life? Sometimes I feel drained, but the, I usually take them at night, so I just go to bed. But then sometimes I feel like good, like I feel like a new bitch, like I feel. <laughs> clean. Start my day. Hell yeah, <laughs> you feel I feel real after. But so I so sometimes I take it like a, I I really do enjoy like a um a daytime bath too because no one's here. You know what I'm saying? Like oh, I'm with yeah. myself, so I enjoy like getting getting the getting my tub without anybody coming to splash my bubbles or asking if they can get in with me or no yeah. shit like that. <laughs> so I actually enjoy like a daytime bath too. What were you finna say? Oh, no, I was going to say you mentioned music. I think music is also something mm. like if you're a music lover, mm -hmm. because I definitely have my little shower speaker and that be going. Mm -hmm. what? <laughs> he can come. <laughs> I think that's I think that's another one for me is music. Yeah, because I'm I've had music on all the time, like all the time, all the time, and I match music to my uh mood mood. So if I if I if I'm sad, damn, I'm gonna be sadder. Okay, <laughs> we'll turn on Case of the X. Hey, right. Play Keisha Cole. <laughs> right, and I feel that, and I feel like another really good one too. Right, that I feel like this one goes so overlooked is simply just being alone with yourself. Like Not literally really. having like sometimes I'll just literally, especially like as a mom, like sometimes I literally don't want to be bothered. Like I just want to sit somewhere and be, I don't want to hear nothing. Right. I don't want to see nothing. 
So for me, I feel like that is a super underrated one. It's just literally sitting and being by yourself, enjoying your own, like enjoying your own company. That's mm-hmm. so relaxing. Yeah. I would say one more of my personal self-care is uh smoking. <laughs> but yeah. I like the whole process. Like, Bring out the habit trackers. <laughs> we ain't tracking that now. We ain't tracking that. But I but I did find like so mm-hmm. I started smoking more. I noticed I smoked more with like my, my anxiety. But besides that, like I had a, you know, it's, it was a, it's a process for me. Like I break my weed down, I get my gun, yeah. I roll it. So that was the process that I actually liked, and I liked inhaling. So that was like my self care. Big But like just like, and I would be outside, <laughs> and I, I would feel so just so comfortable and stuff. But that was like that's really like my self care for myself. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I put my but little, then, I put my little money I to the side every, every week. My uh, my weed fund. Uh-uh. And that's that's mine. Uh, for real, for real. I heard that. No, but I really love the fact that you had mentioned that, right? And But then I also noticed something else you had mentioned and you had said with your anxiety, do you know what your triggers are? Um, my baby daddy's one. Okay. <laughs> Understood. I, I, know, I know some, but I also know that sometimes I can get in like these really depressive moods. Or whatever. So I don't I haven't really like tracked my anxiety, which is is a good thing I probably should start doing. But I don't know where it stems from. Maybe like um like a burnout, like a like a reaction to burnout or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. But I haven't really looked at mm-mm. what about you, Tan? Um, so I do suffer from anxiety. A, a bitch got anxiety. <laughs> okay, a bitch be stressed. <laughs> Big facts. Um, I think for me. I notice my anxiety kind of kicks into gear whenever I'm just really feeling overwhelmed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not a person who I don't stay in my head all day long. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I really don't, I don't necessarily walk around with like, okay, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to do this. I got to do that. Yeah. Um, but it's like, whenever I do have those moments where it's like, my phone is ringing, mm-hmm. I, I'm supposed to do this. I got to go take care of this. And then mm-hmm. this is also going to be going on later that's whenever I feel like my anxiety kind of kicks into gear. Yeah. Um, so it was just probably for me, just being overwhelmed and anxiety go hand in hand for me. Yeah. I think that's kind of how my triggers are like too. anytime, like, you know, Brittany had mentioned the um, burnout. Right. And then you mentioned the overwhelm. It's like me. It's like both of mine, like combined. And it's <laughs> hard to feel overwhelmed and burnt out. Like mm-hmm. I should just start spiking. And I'm just like, wait, hold on. Am I having like, you know, is my heart go make it? You know, right. And I think that what can be so scary about anxiety is sometimes it's hard to depict what's real and what's not right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, your heart starts racing you have the elevated heart rate. You start to sweat. You start to just feel weird, dizzy, faint. Mm-hmm. And then you'd be like, OK, hold on. How am I going to know if I'm dying for real or not? You know, like, what's up? so <laughs> it can be really stressful it can be really stressful. And mm-hmm. I think that's why it's so important to learn how to identify your triggers, right? So that you can avoid those things and that you right. don't have to keep finding yourself in this predicament. And something else that I also wanted to mention as well was the fact that it's normal to be anxious, right? Mm-hmm. I think there's also a stigma once again around um, being anxious, but I think what's not normal is constantly being anxious, right? right. And, mm-hmm. and 
not being able to figure out why you're always anxious and mm -hmm. not being able to do anything about it, then I think that that, that is definitely worth um, digging into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's interesting also, Angel, that you mentioned that <laughs> um, anxiety can kind of make you feel like you don't know what's real. Like it just, mm -hmm. you know, can kind of take you out of reality because yeah. I know with me, whenever I start getting that like anxious feeling, it almost makes me, I'll be like, okay, I have so much stuff that I have to do that my anxiety makes me either start doing stuff out of order mm -hmm. or like, I won't know the importance of what I need to do anymore. Mm -hmm. Or it'll just make me so anxious that I'll just be like, I'm not doing any of it. Mm -hmm. I'm just finna lay down. Mm -hmm. I shut down. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to shut down completely. Yeah. And that it's, it's easy to do that. And that's why like lists are huge for me. I know people do everything in their phones these days. They write out all their lists in their phones, but when I tell you, I am so quick to pick up a pen and some paper and write something down because I think that um, subconsciously, right, the more time that we spend on our phone, mm -hmm. like the more that we take in. And right. I don't even think that a lot of people realize just something as simple as literally being on your phone. You know, maybe you're going in there to check your email or something like that. See that notification mm -hmm. at 125. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're going to see that. You might not think anything of it, mm -hmm. but subconsciously your mind is and your mind is like, okay, we're on go, 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 you know? And mm -hmm. that's why I'm like, I always say like America is very hood because I'm like, I just don't feel that humans are supposed to work like this. I don't feel like humans are supposed to work 40 hours a week. Um, mm -hmm. I don't feel like humans are only supposed to get two weeks of vacation a year, if even that. Mm -hmm. A weekend, um, only get two yeah, days I off. Just, yeah, like I don't think that that's how humans are supposed to operate. So I think that um, running in that constant overdrive is also probably why Americans have anxiety through this mm -hmm. through the roof. Okay, mm -hmm. so I think that I'm sure. I mean, people are anxious all over, but I'm sure if you compare the rates to maybe somewhere you know with the more laid back atmosphere, more laid back culture, you will probably see that. There's probably There's some correlation there. Yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. I agree with that. For sure. Um, so <clears throat> I guess real quick before, because we want to get you in on a question as well. When someone mm -hmm. wants to order some of your planners, your trackers and things like that, where can they go to find that um, information or or buy that or get ready to buy the water bottles and or your cute cups and stuff like that? Where can they go to find all that yeah. stuff? So you can come find me in my little corner of the interwebs. <laughs> over at www.healthyvibesatl.com. Um, you can also check me out on Instagram, Facebook. I am over there as well. And that's at Healthy Vibes ATL. So definitely come find me, come connect, let's chat. Um, one thing that's very important for me in my business is being very personable with my mm -hmm. clients, with my customers, with my mm -hmm. followers, because I think that people need to be able to relate to you, right? Mm -hmm. To want to support you. And mm -hmm. that, like I said, for me was something so big is that I wish when I was going through what I was going through, I found more people to relate to, right? But if mm -hmm. you let people know, in fact, like, yes, like, it's normal to be anxious. Like everybody gets anxious from time to time, but it's not normal to always be anxious. So what can we do if you find yourself 
overly anxious all the time. Mm -hmm. And also I'm like, I need to get you guys some manuscripts out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can go ahead and send that through. I'm already, I was already planning on buying a water bottle. The water bottle is pretty as fuck. I'm sorry. It is really cute. I love it. It is so cute. It's on the website now? No, but they'll be live tomorrow. Hopefully, okay. child. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be there. All right. So we did have a question. You said you were going to help us answer. Um, okay. okay. This, I, okay. I'm in a friends with benefits relationship right now with someone who is almost like a best friend to me at this point. Though we mostly hook up, we were first talking to each other on the premises we might date one day. However, a few months into it, he said he didn't like me romantically, but he still saw me as a genuine good friend. And we simply decided to keep our relationship physical. Despite this, he still wants to go out on dates. He tells his friends about me. He holds hands with me in public. I'm the first person he tells his good news to. He kisses me in public, isn't afraid to show me off, gets jealous over me, loves wrapping his arm. All this shit. Uh, (laughs) Refers to me as this girl sometimes. Refers to himself as my boyfriend occasionally. Loves to keep looking in my eyes and calls me beautiful. Is this not romantically involved? <laughs> I am lost with this training. He knows I will hook up with him regardless. So I'm curious as to why he's so adamant on going out on dates when he had no plans on dating me. Our relationship is exclusively to it's exclusive to only one another. <laughs> you keep looking back at me. I don't know you're doing this. <laughs> and since meeting him, he hasn't hung out with anyone but me, not even his actual friends. And he also gets jealous at times. What are we doing? Girl, I don't even fucking. Well, that's a good question. <laughs> <Girl>, <laughs> sound like dating to me. I, it sounds like y'all together. Yeah, it sounds like a boyfriend and girlfriend. Sounds like you need to set some boundaries. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. So I am like I always say, honey, you've got to elevate your self care, right? There's a few things here going on mm-hmm. that I have been able to identify just listening to this paragraph. Paragraph. First things first. Uh, you've got to definitely set some boundaries, right? Mm-hmm. Before you even set those boundaries, you have to ask yourself, what do you want from this, right? Do you want to continue hooking up? Are you okay with him kind of like stringing you along? You know, are you okay with him being in and out, one foot in, one foot out? Mm-hmm. Are y'all okay with being in a gray area? If you're okay with all those things, then keep living. But mm-hmm. if that bothers you, which I think it does because you did ask the question, then mm-hmm. I think it's time to go ahead and address some things and, mm-hmm. you know, start with setting some boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, just make it clear to him, set your boundaries around what you want. Right. Mm-hmm. I think that if you continue to let this drag out, then what's going to ultimately end up happening is that once he gets what he wants, right. He's getting all of the perks, all of the benefits mm-hmm. of having you around. Right. Right. He gets to have a girlfriend without having a girlfriend. No. Why would he go anywhere? Exactly. (laughs) So I think that you, you know, you you gotta, you know, kind of, you know, sit up Mm -hmm. and 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 you know, open your eyes a little bit, you know, more Mm -hmm. to what's really happening right in front of you because what if today he calls you back and he's like, Hey, you know, I want you to meet Stacy. Yo. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Because y'all okay. went together. Because yep. y'all mm-hmm. are together. And now he You're wants friend. And now he wants y'all to have a threesome. <laughs> <laughs> it went left real quick. No facts though. Right. So, right. That's how these guys do, you know. Mm-hmm. And you'd be like, hold on. Wait, what what just happened? So you have you have to, right? You deserve mm-hmm. so much more than that. And you know, go out there and get it. 
No facts. That's, I think that's a good point. You, sh- you should ask yourself, like, if if things were to, like, change today, would mm-hmm. I be okay with, like, how things yeah. were? Like, if he was to date somebody tomorrow, mm-hmm. would I be okay or would I not? And why would I not be okay? Because this nigga doing a lot of relationship shit, a lot of romantic right. shit, yep. and that'd be the problem. That'd be the main problem. Not necessarily for men, but for women, too. But, like... I don't if if we just fucking it's certain stuff that we can't even do, fam. Like yeah. if that's like we not dates, right? Meet, meet your friends, showing me off for what? And we talking every day, right? What? Nah. No, but then that's how guys are with their friends. He might leave or she might leave, you know, and then he'd be like, "Man, you know, we just mm-hmm. kicking it. It ain't unserious, you know. Yep. Stay away. Like guys yep. switch up so fast. Like mm-hmm. you don't." You don't want to be that that girl who's just, yeah. you know, caught in the crossfire. Just, you know, go out there and live your life. There's, yeah. I always like to say, what do they say? There's how many people in the world? Seven billion? Mm-hmm. Or a something lot. like that. Too many. Going on. Too many. Too many. Okay. And obviously people aren't dying fast enough. Because <laughs> 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 there's still too many. And yeah. so it's just like, it's there's there's so much possibility right there's mm-hmm. there is somebody out there for you seven billion is a lot of people yeah there's definitely somebody and i think that you raised a good point whenever you said like you need to evaluate like if this is something that you're okay with and not even just evaluating if you're okay with it but being okay with not being okay with it because yeah. men have a very good like they're very good at trying to make you want something that you really don't want. Well, they'll tell, right. tell you what it is, but like show opposite. Yeah. That shit too. Yeah. And and you, before you know it, you'll be like, well, I wasn't okay with this, but yeah. I but might be cool. okay with it. I like mm-hmm. him. You know, yeah. I don't want to lose what we have. Right. And you don't have nothing. You don't have, part. you ain't even have his full attention. Uh, that. Ooh, that. Yeah. Oh, they're jumping wow. to lose. Boom, boom, boom. Shots fired. Come on now, dog. Oh, you had to, to do the truth Come like that on, now. Man. Oh, my gosh. No, but I'm serious. Like, you, gosh, like, you can't even, you can't even, you know, he can't even afford, how do I say it? You can't even afford his full attention. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that that be that be the one because I I'm sure everything else lines up I'm pretty sure everything fucking oh, yeah. lines up everything else is perfect yeah but yeah but you gotta listen to me everything that, but that's, he probably yeah. is checking all the boxes okay yeah, but it's always yeah. one thing because I always tell people people swear they want to fight me on this I said <laughs> what I said but you cannot have it all there's always something that yep. is going to just Oh, you want to check that box? And you're like, like right. you can't do it. There's no. always something that's gonna throw it off, and, and it, I don't know. It might be money. It might be looks. Mm-hmm. It might be his teeth. Something mm-hmm. is gonna be off. But no. it has to be something, something that you else. at least like that was off. It can't be nothing that you don't want. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. in this case, obviously, I mean, she sounds like they have a really good connection, and like you know, stuff mm-hmm. like Just that. Just a best so friend. Yeah. I think it's more so just the commitment, you know, and men, most men, the truth is that they're just really scared to commit. There's, there's, you know, I can't remember what episode I was listening to um, of y'all's show. And you, I don't know if it was Tan or B that was like the guy, like a guy wants everything, but to have to commit or something like that. Or mm-hmm. he wants, you know, he mm-hmm. wants everything, 
but the title, you know? No. And it's like, why would I give you everything, right? Because you're not going to go look for a new boyfriend or you're not going to go mm-hmm. look for somebody else. Mm-hmm. Because in your mind, even if you don't want to admit it, you probably still mm-hmm. be thinking that there might be a chance and you're yeah. not, you don't want to cloud that chance with somebody else. But mm-hmm. is he thinking yeah. the same way about you? Exactly. And it, and it sounds like in this situation, it is a commitment thing. Cause like, why, like, I'm not yeah. meeting yeah, meet my friends. But and it, like, it might not even be a commitment thing. It might be a commitment to her. And so it's like, whenever a man comes to you and tells you like, true. I'm not ready for a relationship. I've had dudes tell me like, I'm going to be a terrible boyfriend. You have to listen to that. You got to put the with you in a uh, caption. Right. <laughs> like, just make it apply. He's, and he, He's talking not, about me. I'm not in a relationship <laughs> with you. Yeah. Because the, the, the niggas will like hop in a relationship in two weeks. Shit. The next day was somebody else. You want to for a relationship. Yeah. You got to get a thing good to you. I've seen plenty of cases where they'll be like, hey, you know, I'm just not ready. Two weeks later, they engage in somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I always feel like guys will do what they want. I feel like guys will always. I I remember like years ago, my best friend's mom was like, something that you have to remember. Something wasn't working out with me and some guy then, and um, she was just like, Angelia, always have to remember that men, boys, guys, whatever, will always tell you what they want. So they were yeah. like, she was like, they will always post the writing on the wall. She was like, but mm-hmm. it's just up to you to decipher if it makes sense or not, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's just what it is. You know, if he mm-hmm. show, he's this the mixed signals, right? Mm-hmm. If he's showing off to his friends, y'all are going on dates. Why? Right. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just confusion. It's very much confusion. Yeah, it's just confusion. Yeah, so make, make sure whatever it is you're getting, whatever, whatever you want, make sure you're getting what you want out of it, ultimately. Yeah, that's true. So with, even if, you may not even want to be with him at this point. You know what I'm saying? But like, make sure whatever it is that you want is that is what you want. Yeah. Take all the money and talk to the new guy. (laughs) (laughs) Shoot, look at the homies. How the homies do it? Okay. What what did uh, Meg say in, uh, what did she say in, uh, what song was that? And she was like, make sure that all his friends tagged. Oh, Okay. (laughs) Make sure you check out all their Instagrams, okay? Because you might have the worst one. Facts. Whoever he called big homie, that's who you need to go get. Girl, I wish I could. I wish I could hear uh, eyes. I wish I could hear eyes. I'm over here cutting my eyes. Like God damn. Who, especially, if the, especially if the big homie older, younger than you. Anyway, all right. Well, you know the big homie yeah, the one with be, money. He can be older. He could be older too. That's true. Mm. Okay. Well. <laughs> That helped, girl. Yeah. I don't. I don't fuck. I, listen, you don't know what you're doing. We don't know what you're doing. I mean, everybody <laughs> just trying to figure this shit out. So basically, that's it. And we all make mistakes. So you know, yeah. it's not. Y'all aren't married. Y'all don't have any kids, from what I know. So it's not too late. Facts. Okay, and please don't, because uh, Hot Wheels over here gave you six weeks. Oh, <laughs> in Texas. Okay, so. state of Texas. As soon as a heartbeat there, you okay. can't do nothing. As soon as you, as soon as you a day late, you gotta go. Girl, no facts. Okay. But thank you so much, Angel, for joining us and speaking about mental health. Yes, thank you. Because it is a conversation that we definitely need to have, especially as black women, because, you know, we have that strong black women mentality and mm-hmm. it's okay to not be okay. And, you know, I think it's real important to for people to understand that even if you gar- are going through something, there is light on the other side of the tunnel. You know what I'm saying? It's not something that you have to constantly deal with or perpetually be dealing with. 
you know, as far as your mental health. Yeah. And you're not in the tunnel alone. Like, everybody is struggling in everybody. one way or the other. And everybody has a struggle. It just might look different than yours. Yeah. Facts. Big facts. Yes. Thank you so much, Angel. This was yes, a really good conversation. You. It was awesome. I, I'm, I think that we talked and we covered about some really, really, really good topics. And I pray that this information really helps other people as much as it helped us. Yes. Be on the lookout for my order for my bottle, though. <laughs> okay, girl. I'm going to be on my shop if I look it. Because <laughs> I'm definitely getting that water bottle for sure. Awesome. All right. Hope you guys enjoyed that. Yes, it was a good conversation. Definitely learned a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, um, there's resources out there for you guys. Make sure you utilize and use them. As always, you can find us at www.hearyoupodcast.com. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, there from you, you can send us questions or you can also hit us up at uh, hearyoupodcast at gmail.com. Hear you podcast on everything. You can find me at who that underscore breezy B R E E Z Y. And where can they find you at? And you guys can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Tana taught you. That is T A N N A H taught you. All right. All right, bro. You ready to get up out of here? Let's go. Hey, as always, shout out to everybody. We had fun and we will talk to you niggas next week. Bye. Peace out. Bye.